This week's episode of Here's What I'll Get is brought to you in part by the death of Wilford Brimley. Well, gone but never forgotten. And uh, keep testing for that Jedi Beatus. Hello, and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly intergalactic podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, as always, my main man on the streets, Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. Coming to you live from the big new Here's Where I Don't Get Two Studios. Yes. I think that might be what the name of this is, place is called. I haven't I haven't fully decided. Uh, I might just call it like something lame, like the Green Door Studios or the Tiny House Studios. The Rage Cave. Rage Cave. That sounds pretty good. I like Rage Cave. We could, uh, it also works because we could because then during the week when we're not recording, we can turn it into a rave cave. Or I can just like come in here with uh, coffee cups and smash them whenever people don't do their <laughs> fucking jobs correctly. Uh, this place, place would get really full. <laughs> We would do, you, every week we would just be in more and more shards of glass. Yes, yes. Yeah, it would be like a Blondie concert in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am eventually going to start working on uh, not just... Um, I need to soundproof this room, but I also want to kind of spruce it up. I found this thing. Check this out. What does that look like if I hold it up? Yeah, down? it does look like the Star Trek. Yeah, but logo. it's a neon table. It has neon built into the table. So that is yeah, so 80s. Pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I also found a walk, don't walk sign. Uh-huh. I think I'm gonna throw up in here. It's gonna make this place kind of fun. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a Batman poster. If you if you want to hang a Batman poster up. So back in the day, and I think it's it's I think it I threw it away now. Uh, but back in the day when it, we had the dungeon studio as a buck and I, mm-hmm. I had a uh, a custom painted. Um, you know the Batman the animated series logo where it's just like the face and the the cape. Yes, yes. So someone painted that, but in the style of uh the guy who did the kiss. Okay, okay, I got you. Um, so and you know he does all this like these little icons as to make stuff up. Yep. Well, this one the icons were all Batman's rogue galleries and different versions <sighs> of the Bat logo. That's cool. But I got rid of it. Uh, I, I might still have it. I'll have to look, uh, but I don't really want to. The one I have is just a pretty classic Jim Lee Batman pose. Anyway, that was my, that was my backdrop, and Buck's backdrop was nothing. Mm-hmm. And he was really he was jealous. He wanted to get a Ghostbusters poster or something to put up over there. There's some um, the the Ghostbusters IDW comic has some really good art. Yeah, I, you know I'm not I'm no big fan of Ghostbusters, but they do. It's um it's more cartoony looking, and not as yeah. cartoony as the. Uh, Actual cartoon because it's, it, but you know, it's pretty uh, cartoony comic book, comic booky looking, but I, I quite like it. Yeah. So then, uh, the one of the couple of times that I was over at his house and recorded his house, I, uh, I took a piece of paper and I wrote Batman on it <laughs> and I taped it to the chimney. It was because <laughs> his chimney ran up through yeah, the studio. Yeah, yeah. And so that was taped there and he moved, he moved to a new house and, but he took that sign and put it back up in the studio. <laughs> so. He's got his own Batman uh, yeah. picture. So anyway, that would be fitting to put a Batman poster in here. Because as of right now, I don't think there's any Batman memorabilia that'll be making the move into this studio. No. 
Well, uh, how's your week been, Tim? It's been great. You want to know how I found that Batman poster? Uh, sure. How did how did you find that Batman poster? Well, uh, I don't I I don't want to go into I, I won't go into the uh, specifics, um, but let's just say uh, I, for the foreseeable future, I will not be moving into the tiny house studio. Uh, but That's what I bad. will be doing is finally turning my room into an actual bedroom, and not just two places you can be, one of which is a bed. The other of which is a seat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been remod. I've been remodeling. Let's say. Uh, redecorating. Redecorating. Rearranging. Redecorating. Rearranging. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. All weekend. Uh, Friday. Friday through today, even. Yeah. Um, it's been very cathartic. Yeah, I believe it. It's like uh, getting moved into this house, getting everything laid out exactly the way I wanted it. it yeah, feels real good. Except all of your stuff. Was here in the, was here in the tiny house, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's that's what you were with before, and the only place you could stand was where you are. You you could sit where you are right now, or you could lay down on the couch. Yeah, and you had this the small two feet in between. Yeah, the walking space. That was that were the only places you could be physically in the in, in the tiny house. See, I feel like it's all uh it's all economies of scale because really I started I was really starting to feel that way in my apartment. Yeah. Which my apartment was fairly spacious, but uh I'm very specific about space and that I don't like to uh, I don't like to have my bedroom. You were I mean, you were you were a little cramped. Yeah, I like to have my bedroom be just a bedroom, so yes. I don't like to put yes. a desk in there or I don't even like a TV in my bedroom. Like huh. the thing that I am going to my, I go into my bedroom to relax. So sometimes I'll read in bed uh, and you know, pretty frequently I'll read in bed, yeah, but yeah. that's kind of more of like a winding down activity. Same, same, same. Uh, but like, I'm not watching TV. I'll play on my phone in bed, but really that's it. And, uh, I'll get dressed in the bedroom. Not anymore. Cause now my second bedroom is my dressing room. Cause quick, I'm quick update, by the way, I know, um, some people have been, uh, some t- some people took my suggestion in reading the King Killer Chronicles. Yeah, I'm now reading the Stormlight Archive. What is that by Brandon Anderson? It's another uh, a thousand page fantasy, fantasy book fantasy series. Which, e- but e- in this one, each one is equally a thousand pages long. Wow! But I've already I already know the author and already like him. Yeah, that's so. good. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, that that apartment felt it felt oppressively small when I had to spend all my time there because you essentially only had two rooms. Yes. You had your bedroom, which, which had the, the bed, the bed. Well, it had the bathroom attached to it. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a separate room because it's no attached. What do you call en suite? That's what they call yeah. it. I only, I only learned that last year, I believe. Yeah. Did not know what that meant before. Didn't do a lot of house searching beforehand. Yeah. A lot of times you find apartments that and they refer to as two master suites. Ah. If it's a two bedroom, two bath. And to say that the, ba- like the, the apartment that I had in college, it was two master suites. So yeah, you had that, and then you had like the entry area, which was also the living room and the dining room and, and the dining room, the desk and area, the desk area, and, and the, the kitchen. storage for the kitchen and the kitchen and the kitchen. There was yeah. no separation. Yeah, all open floor floor plan, yeah. which can be nice when it's a big place. Yes, but when it's a small place, it's just one room, especially when you don't have like. One of the things I didn't like about the apartment was that the living room had no lights in it. The only light were the lamps. The lamps were controlled by a light switch. That's right. The only the only built-in lights in there was a couple of flimsy uh, track lights. And those things sucked. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, it's it's nice to expand. And I'm, you know, you feel the same way, but it's, it's just a different. So we're just different scales, different scales. really. Yeah. Uh, I I did a little bit of remodeling this weekend. I helped my mom. Um, she wanted to. She has a. She bought a house out on some land in the middle of nowhere, and uh, not that, a bad place. No, yeah. the The front of the house has this. When she got it, they had taken the garage and turned that into another room, and then. Uh they had built a screened in porch out the one side. And so she was going to turn that into a screened in porch, but like, there's nothing to see over there. What she really likes is her deck because the whole front of the house has a big deck that looks down over her land and out over the farms mm-hmm. and the fields uh, in the distance. And, um, but it's kind of sucks to be out there with all the bugs and whatnot. So yeah, she wanted yeah. to, to she decide she was going to screen in that porch. So I went out to help her, uh, screen in the porch. And we basically like just took her deck and built a, a new canopy to that we screened. And then we attached screen to the deck existing deck. And uh, we got it all done except for there's two doors that we didn't have that she, I think she ended up getting them today and she's going to get them hung tomorrow. But, uh, that was, uh, that was, you know, I, I enjoyed it to an extent until Sunday. Uh, I fell off a ladder oh, and no. landed fa- <laughs> face first on back onto the deck Jesus, and basically injured the entire right side of my body and, and, both of my elbows and shoulders. You took a big deck. I took a yeah, a big deck right to the face. <laughs> Actually, ironically, I didn't hit my face at all. It was oh, all, oh. all mostly in my chest. That's but yeah, it was and that that hit yeah, exacerbated my back injury. Oh no, that's the worst. That's the worst is when you have a previous injury yeah. and a new terrible injury exacerbates it. So uh yeah, I woke up pretty stiff this morning. But uh, the decks, I mean, it's pretty much done other than she needs to get the materials to finish the roof. And uh, those, like I said, those two doors, but it should be a nice gotta cover place your to deck. sit. You got to cover it. What do you, you not cover your deck? <laughs> I, I was, I was workshopping that can get in there. different ways to do the cover for her, for her screen and porch. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause we were talking about how to do it, you know, be it, be it new shingles or what. And I finally, I, I said, Oh, you, what you should do is you should do muslin and, uh, take, cause we built this nice frame of, for the roof. Yeah. And just take muslin, staple it down and then seal all your staple holes and yeah, yeah. paint it with a hydrophobic compound. And then the water will race right off, yeah, yeah. off the front of the deck. Cause we made it overhang our screened wall by about a foot. Oh, that yeah. Well, then yeah. Yeah, and and so get enough muslin to go from the roof line, seal it up below your last line of shingles, and then wrap the, our our uh, support braces, and that'll make sure all the water races right off the top and doesn't flip it back in, yeah, and, yeah. and you won't have any like peeling, and you'll seal the, any other ways that bugs get in. And uh, so I was telling my sister this. I was texting her about it, and my phone, I guess, doesn't know what the word muslin is. You know what muslin is, right? It's a textile. Yeah, it's a textile. Yeah. I know. I think I know what your phone's. So I'm telling my sister she's gonna get a muslin roof. <laughs> and my sister's like, "What does muslin have? To, why does it have to be a muslin roof? Why can't it's gotta, it be like a? It's got a hole blown in it." <laughs> uh but yeah, that was that was interesting. A little bit, a little bit of kludge, a lot more kludge than I would like. If if I were approaching the same project, yeah, uh, I would not have as much kludge in it. Uh-huh. But uh, that's why my mom and I are very different people. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so mostly, mostly been that. But uh, let me jump into my first issue because here's what I don't get: uh, government employees. Yeah, yeah. Um, if the streets ran red with the blood of government employees tomorrow, it would uh, be the start of a glorious time in our nation. Would you go outside and drink it? Uh, no, I'd bathe in it though. Okay. I'm not gonna drink it. I don't get AIDS. Yeah. Uh. Being a government employee is basically like that's the epoch for someone who can't think or do for themselves anything worth any value. But Tab TV has taught me that government employees are uh, wacky, fun people that get into crazy situations. Are you talking about, you talking about that uh, Parks and Recreation? Yeah. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that show out of spite. Yeah, because everyone's like, "Oh, you'll really like this show." And I was like, "Yeah." Every time someone says you should watch Parks and Recreation, I put it off another two years. Yeah, I'm not saying you should watch it. Yeah. I'm just saying that TV has taught yeah, me. I just that- heard you should watch it, so that's two more years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm not saying that you should watch it, or you shouldn't watch it, or you should watch it, or shouldn't watch it. But uh, yeah, that's it's taught me that all government employees are well, they're smart. No, oh. and it, but if they're not smart. That's okay, because uh, their wacky hijinks, they, it, it, it gets fixed in the end. Yeah, well, hopefully someone can get off their ass and do some wacky hijinks and get me my unemployment card. <laughs> because I got laid off from my job because retards decided that uh, we needed to collapse the economy so they didn't get sick. And now those same retards that run the government um, can't do their fucking job, like update my mailing address mm-hmm. to what my actual mailing address is. Yeah. So uh, when you file for unemployment in Oklahoma, and I did, I was I originally wasn't going to talk about being on unemployment at all because it's kind of embarrassing, and I hate the fact that I'm on it uh, through no fault of my own. Well, it's no fault of your own then. Uh, yeah, but it's I know st- it's mean. still degrading like, as a human being that yeah. I'm not allowed to work. Uh, I'm not. That's not that I'm not allowed. It's that I my. It would be one thing like if your company went out of business. Yeah. Or uh, you know they fired you because you're because they don't like you. Uh-huh. Uh, but to just like be denied the ability to work because uh, everyone's too afraid to go do because half the population is too afraid to go to what you do. And the other half is just a bunch of spineless cowards. You're like, yeah, yeah I guess if my wife doesn't want to go to the theater, we won't go to the theater then. Uh, so anyway, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm so pissed off about this that I have to. Uh, I. I filed for unemployment and here's, here's, here's where we get off really to the worst part yeah. of this is, uh, I'm just going to tell the whole story. Yeah. So I filed for unemployment. I get laid off on July on the June 30th. Mm-hmm. So July 1st, the first day that I can file for unemployment. Yep. I go to Google, google.com search for Oklahoma unemployment. And the sure. first link I click and boom, that's the unemployment website. And I, it's the one I recognize. I was on unemployment in 2012. It's got like a red t- red banner at the top. It's a very simple site, gray with a bunch yeah, of links Yeah, it looks like it was made in 1995. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on unemployment in 2012 when Trucking and Tucking and I got just, just fired from for no the, reason. the store we worked at. For trying to help them too for much. For trying to help them too much. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it came down to is they didn't like how the much change. stuff we were changing. Yeah, I know. And, uh, well, the, uh, the listeners don't know, you know, this yeah. is, this is, this is deep cut stuff. <laughs> so we just like, I, I just get, I get called. This is the way we got fired from that job. I get called in the office and as I'm, as I'm going to the office, John is walking out and he doesn't look at me and I don't look at him. And, uh, 
the my boss just goes he just hands me a check and goes like uh yeah it's not working out don't come back basically uh-huh. and uh, he's like here's a box that has all your stuff and i was like wow this is uh absolutely no shocking and sudden warning and signs also at the time i uh didn't have a car i was right i rode my bike to work because the uh the key exploded yes yeah um so he gives me this box of my stuff and i'm like how the fuck am I supposed to get this home? Yeah. So I had to call my mom and be like, Hey, can you come pick me up from work? And she said, yeah. And she picks me up and she's like, what's this box? I'm like, I was just fired. And she goes, why? And I go, I don't know. And, uh, so we both filed for unemployment then. And then I ended up getting, uh, started just like went working full time in theater and did that. Yep. And so anyway, the point of that story is when I Google this, I see this page that I've seen before. Like it looks familiar. I go, okay, yeah, I think this, this is the right yeah. thing. Ask me for my social security number. I put it in one, two, three, seven, eight, 12, yep. blah, blah, blah. Enter in a, a bunch of questions, enter in a pin. Uh, and then it's like, file a claim your claim. There's like a, some links that say some stuff. And I'm like, I'll file a claim, a new claim. Ask me a bunch of questions about why I got laid yeah. off and like when it started and yada, yep. yada. Yep. And I filed for my first week of unemployment and boom, in my mind, in my mind, I'm done, right? Yeah. So a uh, week and a half, a week, week or so passes, and my coworker who applied for unemployment, just like I did, at right about midnight on July first, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, "Hey, I, you know, where, did you get your card?" And I go, "No." And he said, "I got mine today," and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was like July 18th, yeah, right. Some July 15th, about two, 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 about, two about two weeks, yeah. So. Uh, more time passes and I still don't have a card. And I start to look, I try and go to their website, you know, cause they have this website to find out how do I find out more information about why I'm not getting a card? Like, have I been approved? Have I not been approved? Obviously I've been approved because I can see in the page that I'm getting, like I can see where it's like, you got paid this much this week yeah. and this much this week and this much this week. Uh, and then I find out like three weeks into the process that they have, they have that old original site yep. right, that I know about. Yeah. Well, apparently, like right about the time uh, the coronavirus hit, they launched their new website that they're very proud of. And they'll tell you about it every 35 seconds on the <laughs> when you call them. Yeah. And uh, that new website requires you to sign up for something called Workforce Oklahoma, which is a jobs website where you put in information about yourself and they recommend you for jobs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I because I, I remember on the old side it was it was like are you currently seeking yeah well now you have to do this but uh, nothing tells you you have to do that so I originally think that I didn't get my card because I didn't sign up for that uh-huh. but apparently that's not true because I went directly to the source I didn't have to do the search for job force Oklahoma bullshit. Okay. Because the Job Force Oklahoma is tied to the Shell website, and the Shell website won't let you through to the core website, which is the old website, which is the original. Right, so we got three websites here. We've got the core website that I filed for unemployment on. We have the Shell website, which is a which is their new website. They're very proud of which you do a bunch of stuff in there. Uh-huh. But when you file a claim, it just takes you to the core website Jesus. again. And then they have this this ancillary website that's a job search website, and that's tied to the Shell website. And if you don't do the stuff on the job website, the Shell website won't let you through to the core website. Okay. Okay. Right. It's a weird spider web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do all that. Wait 10 days because mm-hmm. that's like, it should be about 10 days. I'll get a card. Still no card. Now we are rapidly approaching the 1st of August. And what happens on the 1st of August, Tim? No card. No, no. What happened? Oh. Uh, bills come due. <laughs> Rent's due. Yeah. And I have to pay rent at two places. And I've spent 
pretty much all of my liquid capital yeah. into the expenses of moving uh-huh. because I was expecting to get an unemployment card sometime in the month of July yeah. when I filed for unemployment on July 1st. Yeah. So I call the Oklahoma unemployment office and I sit on hold for two hours. And here's where the government failed us, right? Is that they only got about 45 seconds of hold music. <laughs> they don't even have like a playlist? No, it's just the same like, dun, it's like a little jazz thing. Like, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Please, thank you for holding. Please stay on the line to stay in queue. Answers will be called in the order which they're received. And then it plays that same song again. And the guy says the same thing again. It's like, yes, I know how hold works. I'm an adult man in the year 2020. I understand you take calls in the order in which they're received. Just play the fucking music and shut the fuck up. Because one of the, one of the, um, that was the second one that had the man's voice. The first one had a woman's voice and it sounded like it was recorded in a car. Yeah. Because all the, it probably was. Cause you'd be, it would be playing this annoying music and then, and then you hear like, thank you for calling. And, and, but every time the music would stop, you get the air for a second and yeah. it, it sounds like someone's someone like picking up the phone. Uh, thank you for calling. Yeah. My name's <laughs> nope. Every fucking time you fall for it. So I I sit on hold for two hours waiting for this, and I finally get through to a guy, and we spend about three minutes on the phone, and he's like, "Uh, looks here, which I also don't understand. I don't understand um, why we have customer service lines if they don't have more information than you have. They don't. They never do. He's like, "Uh, I can see here that uh, you're getting paid, so it's going to the account. Uh, I don't know where the why you haven't gotten a card. Um. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can see that it's getting paid. I hope that, you know, by the fact that you work for them and I don't, that maybe you could give me slightly more information yep. than I'm able to get <laughs> on my own. He goes, uh, you can call the card department, which is a different number. Why can't you just not transfer a, me? Not on even the, an extension transfer. No, just like, here's the new phone number. Call this number. I sit on hold for that one for two and a half hours. And then seven o'clock hits. And you know what happens at seven o'clock, Tim? Thank they you. We are closed. All go home. So the next day, that's a Tuesday. Uh-huh. Right? The next day, I wake up at 6.30 in the morning, and I call in at 6.45 so that I am first in line. At 7.15, they finally answer the phone, and I find out this. Now, you remember when I said the last time I filed for unemployment was in trucking and tucking, and I got fired from that job at that uh-huh. store in 2012? In 2012. Yeah. In 2012, I lived in a house with my mom. Uh-huh. And in 2020, I don't anymore. No, in my fact, mom doesn't even live at that house anymore. Not even that. How many times have you moved since then? Seven times, Tim. <laughs> seven times. You I haven't have lived at that place seven times over. So they go, thank you for calling the unemployment card hotline. Do you have your card number? No. Do you hear? Give me your, uh, give me your social security number. Give them my social security number. Can you confirm the mailing address? And I give them my current mailing address, and uh-huh. they go, "No, that's not it." And I wanted to say, "Yes, it is, you retard." <laughs> uh, and I said, 
hold on one second. Do you have my old address and raid them? And they go, yep, that's the one. And I'm like, this is 715 in the morning and I'm already furious. So, you know, it's just going to be a red letter day on a Wednesday. Uh I'm like, did you mail my card to that address? Yeah, we mailed it on July 8th. This is uh this is Wednesday. So this would have been like July 27th. Yeah. Uh or 26th. No, it would have been 20 to the 28th, I believe. Um Anyway, it doesn't matter what day it was exactly. It's the last week of July. It's the last week of July. Friday's the 31st. Yeah, it was it was uh the 26th. So uh the lady the lady's like, yeah, we mail it on July 8th. So they mailed it on July 8th. So it probably got to my mom's old house on like the 17th when my probably around there. Uh, coworker got his card. Yeah. You know? So they're like, well, we can uh, send you a replacement card. And I, I asked, why did you send it to that address? Because the first thing I did in the system, right, when I logged in, it gave me that old address. Yeah. Very first thing I did was update it to my new address. Not even, not even my house address, my old apartment address. Because I expected to get this card in July yep. when I still lived in an apartment. It's now August. I don't live in an apartment anymore. <laughs> so uh, she's like, yeah, we mailed it on July 8th. So you should have it. And I said, no, I won't because I don't live there anymore and they don't forward your mail. You dumb bitch. So she's like, well, uh, we can replace the card for $5. And I said, I have to pay $5 to fix your mistake of sending me a card to the wrong address? Yes. Well, how long will that take? Uh, Between five to eight business days, which is uh, well after the first of the month when rent comes due. Yeah. So I... Then they say, uh, or you can pay $15 to have it expedited and get it in, in two two days uh, on fr- and probably on Friday or maybe Monday. And I said, well, is it Friday or is it Monday? Uh, it should be fr- Friday, but if it uh, gets delayed, it'll be Monday. And I'm like, you do realize that Friday is the last day of the month and I have bills due and you have $4,000 on this card that you fucked up in sending and not sending it to me. And now you're telling me that I have to wait because of your mistake and pay extra. Please don't curse at me, sir. This is exactly why cursing <laughs> was invented because you didn't do your job. Why did you send us that old address? I didn't put that address in the system. Well, that was the address we have on file. Why is it the address you have on file? I didn't give it to you. You just had it laying around. Just like send to the card <laughs> to any fucking address. Maybe it'll get to it maybe it won't why can't i just set up direct deposit that's my main my big question in this is why can't i just in the fucking unemployment online this system set up my own direct deposit i gotta wait on some stupid fucking mastercard to come and then set up an account with a mastercard company and then have them fucking direct deposit my account just let do it directly from the fucking state of oklahoma state of oklahoma's had my direct deposit information for fucking eight years That's not, not, not from being on unemployment before, from being a fucking state employee for eight years. I've been getting paychecks from the state of Oklahoma. Eight years, Tim. Eight fucking years. Yep. 
but they can't do that because they're fucking useless. Why do you have this system in place? If you're just going to send just send it out. Oh, that's what we have in file. How am I? And then there's no communication to me. How am I supposed to know that you sent something? If I got an email on the 8th that said, we sent you your car. They sent me a thing to my my apartment, right? My benefits eligibility form that tells you, like, this is how much money you earn. So that made it to your apartment. That made it to my apartment, but the car just got sent to a totally different address for no reason. Man. Total and utter incompetence from these people. Government employees are less than human, right? There's a bell curve. You know the bell curve theory, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much everything's a bell curve. You've got the very, very stupid, the average, and the very, very smart. Yeah. And everything is spread out. Government employees are far and away below the average. <laughs> well below the average. And the average is falling every year. And the average is falling. I think I think the like the way the average works is the average is is at 60%. We think it's at 50. I think it's at 60%. At 60% of people are dumber than average. Yes. I would completely agree with you. And then 20% of people are slightly above average and 20% of people are you know, actually intelligent. You know how we got to talking about this was I was looking up uh, news for, for today's episode. Yeah. And there was an article that was specifically that specifically... It was like it's it's not like right, so there's bad news, which is like tabloid news, uh-huh. right? Sensational media. And then there's people that are trying to uh work in their community, local news, right? Yeah. It was a Florida news article that was warning people to not keep alligators as pets. <laughs> a sincere A sincere plea. A sincere plea. Just, that's like that's like stopping the bleach shrinkers you brought in a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah. Just like let that problem sort itself out. Exactly. Uh, but but to, to to be to the point where we have to say, hey, maybe that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's that shows that the average is falling. Yeah, it's just unbelievable the level of incompetence in these people, and it's I mean it's government wide. There's a reason why you know go, government. Work is the model of inefficiency. It's always going to get fucked up. Right. Good enough for government work. Good enough for government work because they're all stupid. You never go into a government office or something and walk out just like, wow, those people were all pleasant and competent. Uh, I got I got through that. uh, Yeah, I got through that endeavor in a timely and efficient manner. Oh. Yeah, you're always waiting. You you go to the DM. I went the, like when I went to the DMV and got my driver's license renewed yeah. years ago. Uh, last couple years ago was my, when my last time my driver's license gets renewed. Right, she puts in my my address. Right, twenty seven twenty one South Elm Avenue. Uh-huh. Right, except instead of Elm Avenue, she puts in Elm E L N. Uh huh. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that got me on that one. Right, is that. Uh, I there's a bunch of people in front of me that all get their license done. Right. And, and she prints the license out and then she hands it to him and goes, read that and make sure there aren't any typos. And the people look at it and they read and they go, Oh yeah, it's good. And then they leave. <laughs> and then the next guy go, you know, it, it, yeah, it looks good. And he leaves. And then it's my turn. And, uh, I, she hands me a thing. She's like, Oh, I misspelled Elm. It made it Elm. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to charge you for another no! license." God 
damn it. And at that point, I didn't carry a gun. But at this point in my life, I, I think I'd probably just kill that person. Yeah. Just be like, boom. And they came to arrest me and be like, no, 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 no. You know, I live on Elm Avenue. The man that killed her lived on Elm Avenue. And she... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that shouldn't that that should be like right. So you do that. Why did you ask me to proofread it if you if, uh, when it's wrong you don't have any accountability for your fuck up? Like you fucking spell a word wrong on my driver's license, just like okay, well just give me twenty five dollars for me to fix this. Just print a new license, you dumb bitch. That, like it's, it's actually thirty five dollars now. Yeah, yeah, like the the police should come right and and. Thirty-eight fifty. Forty bucks for this fucking yeah. license. They've got they've got you at gunpoint, right? You're calm and collected. You yeah. you set it down, yeah. you've you've uh no magazine in it, it's unchambered, <laughs> right? Um and they're like, you see, why do you why did you shoot her? And, and you explain go, she wanted to charge me forty dollars because she got one letter wrong on my license. And didn't ask you to proofread it. And did yeah. Oh, okay. Have a good day, have sir. A, you have a good day now. <laughs> we'll get we'll get clean up. We'll get someone to clean this up. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it! And it, it's like every everybody has those stories. And probably and the older you are, I'd say everyone gets like probably uh, one of those stories every three or four years. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you say it's fair, yep. And then uh, and so you know, an eighty year old has you know twenty stories at this point in their life or, or more. Yep, at least. Because they're all fucking worthless. It's it's the apex of just cushy. No one's gonna fire you. Don't rock yep. the boat. Uh, because it the competent get the competent get frustrated and leave. Yeah, that's like. But the dumb. The dumb kind of float to the top because they don't rock the boat. They just do exactly what they're told. They're complete automatons mm -hmm. and they're happy to be like, you know, no overtime because they're like, oh, it's five o'clock time to go. Sorry, uh, my podcast says my podcast schedule says at 818 I have to leave. <laughs> Government employees are completely worthless, completely worthless. We might as well have Everyone autonomous drones. Yeah. Everyone I talk to on the phone, they're they're giving me the same information I can find on the website. They can't answer any of my questions. And it's just like and I and I've heard from other people that they just continue to fuck stuff up. I mean, yeah. with the unemployment thing here in Oklahoma, they send out all these fucking cards and then immediately the cards get hacked and yeah. used for fraudulent purchases. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what wouldn't that wouldn't happen with if we'd all just signed up for direct deposits and you only sent the cards uh -huh. to the meth heads who don't already have bank accounts. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh like what are the odds you don't you are on unemployment and don't have a bank account? Yeah. The the last time uh the last time I worked a retail job in 2011. Mm -hmm. Uh we we had two choices, right? We could sign up for direct deposit, or they'd pay us via a pay card yes. that they gave us. Last time I worked retail, same yeah. Thing. And almost everybody signed up for the direct deposit, yeah. Because rather than having to carry two, because the the other thing is like you have to end up putting that money in your bank into your bank account anyway. Anyways, yeah. Uh, skip the step. So you just skip the step. And it used to be a. I remember the last when I signed up for. One of the a few times ago signing up for a direct deposit, it was a real pain in the ass. I had to bring in a canceled check, and it couldn't be a 
temporary check that you like the bank prints for you at, yeah. on at the moment. It had to be like a professionally made check. And I'm like, I'm not gonna spend $60 on to, checks yeah. <laughs> so that I can get direct deposit when I don't write checks at, I, at, at, the, re, at the retail job. You had to go through this. No, this is through the state of Oklahoma. Oh, okay. That's why. <laughs> That's why. At my retail job, they're like, hey, go to uh, employee.retail.com and yeah. uh, sign in with your employee ID and just type in your bank information. Yeah, that's the way it was the last time that I did direct deposit with my current, well, my former, my most recent company that I worked for. Yeah. Uh, that was the last time I was a pain in the ass. And then I ended up finding out that through my bank, I get a form that just like gave the direct deposit yeah. information yeah. and that they'd accept that uh, rather than a check. And uh, ever since then, it's just been like, uh, put in your account info into this system and we'll just set up your direct deposit. It's like, cool. Um, I, when I think when I worked for Lego, the first check was a check and your second check was either on a card or direct deposit into your account. And that was just because they hadn't f- fully done your employee profile yet. Yeah, I, I yep. My first was my first was also a check, and they're like, "This is your or maybe own- a second because the way the week the days yeah. worked. This is your the only paper check you'll ever get from us." Yes, and I'm like, "Okay, cool." Yep, saves same, me a trip to the bank. Same thing that happened, mm. and but but also by then I could just take a picture with yeah, my phone. Yeah, you just take a picture of your phone, which again it's like I'd. I'd that would also be, be a better thing. Yeah. yeah, sure. You file on Sunday. They throw it in the mail Monday afternoon. You don't get it until Wednesday or Thursday. But that's, then I just fucking scan on my phone. That's three days. As opposed to whatever. Waiting. I've been waiting for 34 days now for this fucking card. Yeah. F- five days sounds a lot shorter than that. Uh, these... These government employees are completely worthless. And I and when I say government employees, I don't just mean like the people that work in the government offices. I mean the people who run for political office too. Yeah, of course. Those are people who cannot provide a benefit to society. Yeah. That's why they went into politics. Yeah. Uh and, and even me. I mean, I, I worked as an I got paid by the state of Oklahoma th- because I worked for a college. That technically made yeah, me a government yeah. employee. So if we have to kill all the government employees, I will gladly lay down my life <laughs> to make the world a better place for everyone who's not one of them, one of us. Because uh, while I think I'm the exception to this rule, mm-hmm. I'm not above the rules that I want to impose upon society. And if that means murdering just wholesale, whole swaths of civilization, if I fall into that category, fuck me. <laughs> I'm evidently part of the problem. Yeah. Because uh, that, which is funny because that's the complete anti-politician. Yes. Take. Oh, did you hear about John Lewis's funeral? No. So John Lewis, he was a he was a piece of shit race baiter. I don't know if you ever heard of him. <laughs> Have you heard of him? Yeah. You know who he is, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah big the, big race baiter. Okay. Yeah. Just worthless. Just a worthless human being. Uh, they want to they want to put him down as one of the founding fathers now, Tim. Have you heard that part? No. Absolutely insane. This is the new. This is the new USSR, United States Soviet Socialist Republic. Uh-huh. It's three S's, yeah. uh, and uh, the founding fathers would be John Lewis and Barack Obama. <laughs> Bag the USSR. Uh, <laughs> uh, in any case, he had his big indoor funeral, but you can't go to your grandparents' funeral because fuck you. Yeah, we got to save grandmas, even though we're gonna murder grandmas wholesale in New York. Yeah. In any case, uh, the mayor of Washington. Is mandates that anybody who goes to an at risk state has to quarantine for two weeks if they return, okay. which is against the constitution. But you know, uh, no one seems to fucking care anymore. Um, 
So she did that, right? She made that order, and John Lewis's funeral was in Georgia, one of the at-risk states. All the big-name politicians went up there, and uh-huh. when it came time to go back, uh, no, 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 they don't have to quarantine. No, of course not. Of course not. They're not the little people. <laughs> Mass mandates apply to everyone in the District of Columbia, except for government employees. Uh-huh. And that's why, I mean, we should just go into all the government offices. I really want to see Dark Knight Rises, uh, Let Miss Rob, <laughs> go into the into the uh, a tale of two cities. Go into the government offices. Drag every fucking one of them out, kicking and screaming, gun to the back of the head, and kill them in the street, and just leave their bodies there to rot. Fuck them. They let the streets run red with the blood of government employees. They add nothing to our society, and then we can start fresh with people who actually have critical thinking skills. Every one of them, Sounds past, good. present, and future. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. What's your first issue this week, Tim? Here's what I don't get. Uh, not sticking to your own policies. Oh, like uh, killing all government employees but exempting myself? Yes. <laughs> so um, this is uh, this is a tweet from Narmac13. He is a creator. Okay. Post YouTube videos. Uh, specifically, he had just become... Uh, popular or i mean this this happened a little while ago so he created the spongebob anime spongebob in the anime style okay there was a trailer that went around maybe two years two or three years ago i think he made which it was just he like he drew he he drew him it's not like he was grabbing screenshots from spongebob Uh and just put music over it he drew and animated this anime style spongebob opening right people loved it memed it to death and so he made uh, an episode one. Okay. Right. This is this is his tweet did, from last week. Did he get Tom week. Kenny to voice it? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, that's too bad. But you wouldn't want Tom Kenny to voice it. Why wouldn't you? Because if SpongeBob's the anime protagonist, he sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the tweet from last week. My SpongeBob anime episode one was taken down from YouTube. Mm-hmm. They tell me it was because I violated their quote child safety policy. I marked it as not safe for children. I now have two strikes on my channel. One more strike in my YouTube channel is permanently deleted. Yeah. At team YouTube. What the hell? That's the crazy thing about this. The way to get customer service now is to tweet at companies and hope, hope and hope that you have a large enough following so that enough of your followers badger them. Badger them. Yeah. So this guy made a video that was not safe for children. Yes. He marked it not safe for children and uh, YouTube deleted it and gave him a strike because it wasn't safe for children. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Almost like I said that. Is there an echo in here? (laughs) Hey, this video wasn't, isn't safe for children. Yeah. 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 I know. Thank you. That's why I said it wasn't safe for children. (laughs) Well, it's not safe for children, so we're going to go ahead and delete it and uh, give you a strike. And this is all your fault. Yes. Yeah. I don't believe it's back up yet. It's been about a week, I think. YouTube needs to die. It's. Yes. Yeah. Because they got too big. Yeah. And so they have now have to appease certain masters. No, they don't. What masters? So the, the kids YouTube thing. Is one of them. Uh-huh. 
Remember the whole Spider-Man Elsa deal? Yeah. From a few years ago? Yeah. Where they, yeah. Yeah. Those got uh, sliced through. Yeah, but it's not it's not just that. Like the fact that they cow, they'll kowtow to certain people but then also use their weight to bully others. Yes, of yeah. course, yeah. It's That's why the streets need to run red with the blood of Google employees. Yeah, alphabet, al- alphabet employees. Alphabet employees, all of them. Just government employees, alphabet employees, uh politicians. I'll think of more. Anyone that uses their power improperly? Improperly. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I'm really becoming I'm really becoming a fascist, but in, <laughs> but in the way that I want to uh, kill those who don't want to guarantee the freedoms of others. Yeah, it's a it's a weird it's a weird branch of fascism. I don't know if it I don't know if it'll catch on, but it's a it's an authoritarian authoritarian rule to protect as many of the individuals as possible. I, I here's the other thing I don't understand is that we have to keep the kids safe. Well, I mean, speaking biologically. The whole reason why we have society is to raise kids. Like, I don't mean physically. I mean physically safe. Sure. Yeah, mentally safe. The problem is that we we raised a generation of people, not not our generation and Uh the people that are slightly older than us, like the late Gen Xers. We were raised in a in this melting pot of school, right, where there was always an ultimate authority figure. And what okay. it did was it completely removed the any idea of personal responsibility mm-hmm. when it comes to problems, you know. So instead of te- get teaching kids you know, tools of how to solve their problems, you know, if someone's being rude to you, you, you know, if someone's physically abusive to you, you hit them back. Yeah. If someone's verbally abusive to them, you call them a cunt and walk away. <laughs> uh Instead of that, it was, no, you need to go to an authority figure. And yeah. it, it instilled in us this need to have an authority figure solve our problems for us. And that's why uh, we ha- we people have we have people calling the cops and it's like, Bur- my Burger King orders take it too long. They're not giving yeah. me my food. And we have people that turn to the government when it's like, hey, you could get sick. And instead of being like, oh, I'm going to uh, protect myself, I'm going to wash my hands and wear a mask. It's like, no, I'm going to call the government and make the government make you wash your hands and, and wear a mask so that I'm safe. And it's this, this desperate need for an authority figure to solve all of our problems. And that's where we are now. That's why I hit the nail on the head. Man. That's why YouTube has to kowtow to these groups. And, you know, they have we have to have this authority figure that will come in and save the day. Wow. But now, but, but see, here's the thing is now they're the authority figure. Exactly. And, but everyone's, everyone's okay with that. They like that. As long as there's an authority figure, it's good. Whether yeah. or not the authority figure is right or wrong or good or bad, as long as they're there. Oh, you can all, you go to the principal. If the teacher's now, you go to the principal. There's always a higher level of authority mm-hmm. and there's no personal, you never have to take it on you. And no. so YouTube has to be safe for kids because God forbid, I like make sure my kids, my are, kids yeah. are, you know, I remember those commercials where it's like, it's eight fifteen. Do you know where your kids are? Like, uh, there was one that had, uh, the guy from to- the top goose from top gun. Uh-huh. And it was, it was like, you mean, you mean Val Kilmer? not Val Kilmer. Tom Cruise. No. Goose. Oh, Goose. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember his actual, the actor's name. Um, but he was asking trivia questions about himself, right? Okay, yeah. In, uh, in his movies. And, with the, and then he goes, who's your kid be- sit behind in, behind in this homeroom? Uh-huh. And the idea being like, you know all this stuff about this actor and all his roles. Oh, gotcha. But do you know the basic stuff about what's going on in your kid's life? 
And uh, hey, I mean, yeah. did those commercials play anymore? No, no, because I'm sure a bunch of Karens were like, I don't like Goose from Top Gun telling me I'm not a good mom for drinking wine all oh, night wow. and not understanding my kids' problems. That's the worst offense you can you could make to a parent. To certain, telling them they're to bad parent. parents are telling them they're bad. Yeah, parent. now all the I've I've been watching Unsolved Mysteries on Voodoo and it has ads, but they're not too bad. But yeah. I, every so often I'll get these propaganda ads where it's like, just wear the mask, retard. Just bake the cake, bigot. Just wear goggles every day. Just stay home for two weeks. Just don't go outside for a little bit. <laughs> just only go out at certain times. Just, just do this. It's just a fetus. It's just some cells. It's just two weeks. It's just one gay marriage. It's not going to open the doors or anything. And next thing you know, fucking furries are publicly acceptable out in public the the gay marriage thing was a dam to a lot of degeneracy and i'm not saying gay marriage is wrong but we really opened the floodgates on ourselves by by allowing it because the gays like everyone was behind the gays they were like the phalanx right Uh and so you had the phalanx of all the gays but inside that was a lot of degenerates who were really (laughs) pushing through and so the gays got their thing and they're like they're like all right cool we're satisfied with this this is good we're going home and all these fucking weirdos are like we want to be able to wear thongs in the libraries and talk to kids about weird stuff man and you don't like it you're a bigot and it was like, uh, well, we don't really like this. Like, well, you let the gays get married. Like, ah, oh, God damn it. You checkmated us. <laughs> and that's where we are now. Uh-huh. Anyway, we were talking it's, about. Yeah, it's it's a form of. Um, what's, what's the word for you? But it's like, like that's the whole reason. You set up the is this safe for kids or not option. Yeah. And to just ignore it when the thing is, the thing is about these rules, and especially with with Google, Mm -hmm. is how they don't enforce things equally. So they just make all these rules and they, you know, for whatever, they might have just decided they didn't like the guy and they pulled down. They're like, uh, uh, well, uh, anime, not safe for kids. Anime it's animated. On. There you go, and yeah. and boom! Now he's taken down, yeah. and and he's just like, "What the fuck, man?" Yeah. Uh, that's why I don't like the. That's why I don't like unclear rules, and I don't like inequitable enforcement. If this mayor of DC had been like, uh, anybody who comes to DC from a hot zone has to quarantine for 14 days. And then all these politicians show back up from John Lewis's funeral. And she's like, y'all motherfuckers better get yep. some hotel rooms. I would have been like, all right, mayor. Yeah. I think you're a retard, but at least you're a retard with principles. <laughs> but the fact that you're just like, oh, it's not for you guys. It's yeah. just like, ah, I think you and your family should be executed and your heads put on pikes as a reminder to everybody else what terrible politicians get in this world. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. You you've brought a lot of what you've said, right? Just in the past, in general. Yeah, it's about the publicity of it. Yes, right. It's the public execution. It's the head on the pike outside the castle. Yeah, right. You have to. People have to be afraid of breaking the rules. That's why we have the death penalty, right? Is like if I murder someone, they'll kill me back. And but if since we we've, you know celebrities get in trouble and they don't go to jail. Yeah. Politicians get in trouble. They don't get punished. Inhofe used insider trading to make uh, before the stock market tanks. And it's just we've like, we've all forgotten about it. We've all forgotten about it. 
You know, that stuff needs to be in the public mind. Everyone needs to be everyone needs to be reminded every day of what happens when you fuck the people you're supposed to serve. Can you imagine if like firefighter imagine a world where firefighters just like like, oh, um, that in the house is burning. Nah, we're not interested. And they just let your house burn because mm-hmm. they don't like you for your politics or for your this or for your that. It'd be an outrage. Yeah. But cops can over-police certain areas. Politicians can serve with different rules. And we're just like, oh, well. Meanwhile, firefighters, the house on fire, they're going in. Yep. Regardless. And we all know that because there's never any story about firefighters yeah, being yeah, pieces yeah. of shit. There's lots of stories about everyone else being pieces yep. of shit. No, yeah. No, no <laughs> one is. No one's. Fuck the firefighters. Defund the fire department, man. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, don't get me wrong. There's been stories because there was uh, in California, they were talking about pension cuts and workforce reductions and shit. And there were, there was a group of like six firefighters, I think, uh-huh. who started setting fires to like keep the overtime up and, and make people aware that in California. Yeah. I think it was California. It, it was because like, if it was in California, they didn't, ha- you shouldn't have had to do that. <laughs> that just happens naturally. <laughs> uh, it might have been, it might have been. I want to say it was California. Huh. I'll have to look it up. It was an off year. It, yeah, it was. They it only was some, had they only had more than the average see, number of fires. That's the thing. That's the thing with government, right? Is that it's like every year the Santa Ana fires come in and burn down huge swaths, and the, yeah. you know the, the firefighters have to go out there and risk their lives. And then one year it's not so bad. And they're like, we fixed it forever. Let's cut the funding to the fire department. It's like, do you not remember two years ago when it almost like actually burned down L.A.? Yeah. Like, ah! Ah, that's what government does. Just like 10 seconds later, it must be fixed forever. That's why you'll go into a government facility and they'll have like catch buckets taped up to pipes. And it's like, well, the water drips into that bucket and, uh, and then it evaporates faster than it it accumulates to overflow. So it'll be fine. Like what they did in my, uh, dorm room. Yeah. It's like, uh, why not just like, I don't know, fucking fix the problem. Yeah. Like a uh, ceiling. Look at that. That that leak looks like it. Uh, it's a little bigger than you thought it was. Yeah. Well, we'll have some guys come by and check it out. Guys came by and check it out. Yeah. Well, we just we, t- we tightened it up. We uh, it's still leaking, but uh, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. You're good. Sunday, ten thirty in that night. Yeah, my ceiling just exploded. Uh, it 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 dripped water all over my electronics. And my schoolwork and my books that I paid hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars for. Uh, you guys gonna do anything about that? Nah. nah. Yeah. Here's a here's a life tip for you, everybody. Don't buy textbooks. That's it. Just don't. Yeah. Ever. I just I bought them my first year. I think my first semester, and then I just stopped buying them, and uh, didn't miss anything. I'm trying. I I I don't know if I had. I think all of my textbooks that year were, had the online access code bullshit. Were small. Oh, I did buy. I bought the textbook for my sound class, mm-hmm. uh, but that was because that was in the field that I actually used. Yeah, like I've got, I've got a bunch of uh, film textbooks. I've got a bunch of film textbooks yeah. at home. Yeah, he had us take notes in the book. You know, so he would have Smart. us cross stuff out in the book and write new stuff. Yeah, and also the book was. Um, Seventeen dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and not a hundred and seventy. Yeah, and he was like, "There are lots of different books on this," and I, I looked at, a, I looked at pretty much all of them, 
And uh, I went with this one for two reasons. One, it was pretty much covered everything. Yeah. There's some of the books do a better job in some respects, but this is one that was also the cheapest. Uh-huh. And uh, I figure every dollar you can save on textbooks, you can spend on beer. And I <laughs> just like, I love this man. I love this that was, man. That reminds me of my, uh, my scoring instructor. Yeah. The head of the music department uh, over there. Uh, when I, it was one of my scoring classes. I think it was my video game scoring class. He was an older guy, right? So we knew much. We knew a lot more about games than he did. Yeah, he wasn't that much older, but um, he was like, "You got three textbooks for this class." I'm like, uh, dude, this is a composition class that y- you know me. I've had three of your classes before. This is a comp in this in this room. This is a composition class. He's like, I know, but I'm not super. Uh, you know, I I, I I I he knew he knew that he was not as well because uh, it was the first time this is ever being taught. Yeah. So. Uh, I picked the three. I read a bunch of them. I went through a bunch of them. These were the three I thought were best, and mm-hmm. they cover some things that co- cover the ones that the others don't, and they're all like under $20. <laughs> See, that's fair. That's what a textbook should cost, $20. Yep. The price of a book. Yeah, that's that's what a book costs. Yeah. Yeah. I buy more expensive books than that because they are... Something you're interested in. And uh, have bright colors on every page and not just black text on on, on white background on white background that's the other thing like and they're I, hardcover collector's editions <laughs> i'd be willing to pay 25 dollars for a book in my field but all your gen eds the book should be free and they should be open source yep your u.s history class they're not making any more u.s history just use the open textbooks history book yeah anyway we were talking about uh enforcement of the rules different enforcement of the rules that yeah, was your issue. It's it's just it's about not enforcing them. Well, so 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 in this case, right, they're enforcing the rules in the wrong way. Yeah. So now I think part of the problem came with the SpongeBob thing. Right? Uh, the fact that it was SpongeBob. I would get I would get a flag if they were like, oh, you use our intellectual property without permission. I, I think they were assholes, but mm-hmm. I would understand I mean I understand protecting your intellectual property. Uh, saying that it's not yeah, safe for but kids. It, but it's like if Nickelodeon took it down, that'd yeah, be something else. That would be something totally different. But it's not Nickelodeon taking it down. It's YouTube. YouTube taking it down. I, I'm pretty sure they didn't even watch the, the, the video. They probably didn't. Because if you, if, you, uh, if you watch it, it is clear it's not meant for kids. Um, yeah. It looks like it is back up. As of this point. Hey, cool. Because it's the first. Um, yeah, Search for SpongeBob anime is the first thing that popped up. From the very first frame, well, there's, I mean, it's the animation logo. Yeah, a blank, someone animation, Day's Little Helpers cast. That's the, the, the voice cast. Uh, a big pause sign. That's a, oh, that's two doors. This is clearly for kids. Yeah. I mean, you can tell even by the animation style. It's. Uh, you know, is is Fox going to take down Family Guy because it's animated and for kids? They're going to take down Robot Chicken. Exactly it's right. On Adult Swim. That's that's the other thing is that is the oh it's animated. It's got to be for, it must be for kids. Yeah, I've never understood that. Like, what about the the DC animated movies like uh, Dark Knight Returns or Batman versus Robin or The Killing Joke that are very that have a lot of violence? You know, they're rated. PG thirteen people people, can, people don't even remember like the the uh, the animated movies of the seventies that were X rated yeah they had X rated 
theatrical released animated films. Animated films. Yeah. With cartoons fucking and shit. Well, that's the thing is that we've dumbed down society so everything has to be uh, accessible to kids because like we're we've we've got a generation of parents that are too dumb to like to be able to tell their kid no. Yep. No, sorry, you can't watch Netflix on daddy's account. You have to watch the Netflix kids account. No. And even the Netflix kids account pisses me off. That was the thing about like my upbringing specifically. Yeah. I watched a lot of violent movies, Terminator, yes. Predator, Star Trek. I watched all, I watched movies for adults as a child, yeah. Mission Impossible. Um and that's one of the reasons why I disdain children's entertainment so children's, much. Yeah, yeah. Um but there were movies in our movie collection that I was not allowed to watch. And oh, yeah. that was a boundary that was specifically defined. You cannot watch um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Wasn't ca- allowed to watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I wonder High. why. Yeah. And then I, I don't remember what age I was. I was a certain age and my dad was like, hey, uh, let's watch this. And it was, and we sat down and watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High together. The cars moving in stereo. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Classic scene. <laughs> um, I really don't actually remember anything about it. I guess I guess there's nudity in it. That's why I wasn't allowed to watch. Moving it in kid. stereo, the uh, cars. Oh, that's the scene where she gets out yes, of the pool. Yes. Okay, uh, but that's also kind of weird because there's nudity in the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe I guess there's also drug use. I don't know. I don't know what my dad's specific. But he had uh, a. But he had a rule. Yeah. And he instilled it, and I followed it. Yes. Um. You know, that's it, it's it's that plus it's the if a if a medium uh, starts based for kids for no matter what reason. Yeah, it has to just stay that it way. It has forever. to stay that way. Like the superhero movies, right? When Marvel came back Vide- with or, the, su- the super yep. superhero movies, it was just like, oh, superhero movies have to be PG-13, no higher than PG-13 and yep. really PG would be great. Yes. And it's just like, and then Deadpool gets made with an R rating and it's like, whoa, we can make R rated movies and they'll still make a bunch of money. We thought we had to make them for kids. Yeah. You're going to say video games. Video games. They used because, because they used to be um, sold with in the toy aisle, people still have the view that they're for kids. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to go fuck this hooker and blow off a dude's head yeah. you know, to a bloody pulp. But sure, they're for kids, man. <laughs> Tony from Hack the Movies likes to post on Twitter, video games are for children. Anytime there's a there's a conversation yeah. going on about video games. Yeah. And and that's why we ended up with the rating system on video games. It's totally ruined them. Or, because moms were like, oh, yep. my God, my kid played Grand Theft Auto and they killed a hooker. And or music, uh, the parental advisory sticker. The parental advisory sticker. And it's just oh like, my, have you seen this filth my child was listening to? Why Two, did you buy it for him? Yeah. The, the 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 four women bending over on the cover of this two live crew album didn't give away. Didn't give didn't let me know that they were going to enter the fuck shop. And you'd think in the age of the Internet that we would need even less of that kind of yep. thing. Right. Where we could, we would be able to, uh, go in like, let's say, let's say I have a kid, right. Yep. I'm, I'm almost 30. I could probably have like a seven year old. Sure. Pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, I've got a seven year old. He's getting into music a little bit. Yeah. It's a little young for music, but he, like he wants to buy a CD or video game or something. Sure. We go to the store and he's like, Hey, I want to buy this video game. And now let's say, I'm not a parent who knows about video games or mm-hmm. music or whatever, whatever the thing he wants is. Yeah. Uh, in this, you know, when we were kids, 
your parent picks up the CD and is like, they have to look at it and moto murder faux life. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think this is right, think so. right for you. Or how or about, p- how about this nice Garth Brooks? <laughs> uh, can I interest you in a Chris Gaines? Uh, no, but you can interest, you can interest my mom in not buying me that Tim McGraw, um, cassette. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they were, there was nothing, there's no information right there that they could go like, I oh. remember buying my first parental advisory album. Not oh, listening yeah. to my first, because I was to plenty of <laughs> terrible music before that, but buying my own first parental advisory album. Nice. What was it? <laughs> it was a yin yang twins. Nice. CD. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but now, you know, my kids like, I want to get the CD or this video game. I can just go like, okay, let's uh, look up what, what, Hooker's Murder Simulator 2019 yeah. is all about. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, no, you're not no. old enough to play this. Uh, let's let's get the one where you play soccer with cars. <laughs> Maybe when you turn 12, you yeah. can play that game. Yeah. Uh, and that's you know that's what being a parent is, as opposed to needing a warning label on there. It's like, uh, this is parental advisory. So rather than like looking at this, making a judgment call for myself, I'm just going to go, no, it's bad. You're not allowed to do it. Yeah. And which is also not good parenting. Yes. Because you're not thinking for yourself. Well, uh, that brings us to the Miller episode, which means it's time for. Cet épisode vous est présenté en partie par le réseau Nouvelle Rikida, définitivement pas de fausses nouvelles. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, well, our first news story comes from the dredges of the internet. Um, dredges? Dredges. Dredges? Uh, of course, need no stinking dredges. <laughs> no one needs this kind of dredge. Of course, I'm specifically talking about Sonic fans. Oh no! Um, so uh, a fan, a Sonic fan game just came out called Sonic Gather Battle. Uh, I would say just came out. It's fairly, fairly. It's been around for a little, for it. It's fairly new. Let's say. Um, it's called Sonic Gather Battle. It's uh, on the popular Sonic fan game website, Sage, made by one person. It's a beat-em-up side-scroller where you fight against other Sonic characters in a variety of different locations. It's got Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, Rogue, Amy, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, but but there's something off about the game. Uh, when you install the game, it asks for administrator access. It's first... First red flag. Okay, that's a big red uh, flag. It's extremely unusual for any game to ask for administrator access. Um, administrator access is the same as making someone an administrator on your system. Yeah. Um. So, uh, which in, means they can they can. So edit this your game, this game now has uh, administrator access to your system. Uh, upon launching the game, a blue screen appears with the word "caution" in bold, and it has a warning on the screen about stealing the in-game sprites. So they're going to hack your computer, but they're like, don't use our sprites, you motherfucker. Uh, It also has anti-cheat DRM to stop the sprites from being stolen, of course. (laughs) Um, And it would be totally harmless, except that uh, the DRM has a lot more features um, than the usual. Uh, Essentially, the game is a Trojan virus. Yeah, that you install willingly. Yeah. It's also ransomware Um, because once you've given it that access, the game can see what you type in any search engine while the game is running. And so if you were to type in a word such as mod, cheat or hack, even like if you wanted to search up Tony from hack the movies on Google in Chrome while you've got your Sonic game up, um, 
the game closes. Is this an official Sonic game? It's a fan. It's a fan game. It's a fan. It's a fan made game. Um, So that means that 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 means this game came with a key logger. Yeah. uh, Which is not diabolical. Um, uh, When you open the DRM outside of the game, when you open the DRM by itself, it uh, opens a uh, when it opens a browser window. It goes to a site called what's my IP and it shows you your IP, your address. IP address. Yeah. Um, so that means that they're monitoring your IP they're address monitoring your and IP. they can control your browser. Yes. Launch. Um, yeah. So, uh, there's, a, there's also a couple of other ways that the, that the DRM is activated. Um, having any kind of cheat code engine on your system. We'll flag it. We'll flag it. Transferring your save file to another computer. Uh, trying to deactivate the DRM via a registry edit. Also trying to uninstall the game after activating any form of this DRM. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, I can't believe, um, how many kids with autism were stricken with this. Virus? Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, and the worst part is that this is only stage one of the game's DRM. Oh no. Uh, there's a second, there's a second form. Uh, this isn't even the DRM's final form. Um, once you start to, uh, once you try to uninstall it, um, red eyes pop up on your screen and the music and like, if you try to like on the game, right? This sounds like a goosebumps novel. It it does. Doesn't it? It's like, then the game took over the computer and became a sentient robot and killed my family. Uh, and the, it was like the. So it hacked into the toaster, made it explode, killing mom. The music becomes distorted, and there's a red filter that's applied to all the stages. Uh, and larger. somehow it hit evidence in my bed that I rewired the toaster. The police think I did it. I didn't do it. It was the video game. I swear to God. Larger and even more frightening uh, versions of the old ghosts of uh, of earlier ghosts in the game appear instantly to try to uh, to kill you. Um. So yeah. That's uh crazy. Sonic fans are crazy. Sonic fans are crazy. Yeah. Well, speaking of video games, um, our next news story also involves video games, but in a different way. Uh, whereas that video game was trying to steal from you, uh, here's someone that stole from a video game. Cool. Um, Hope it was Ubisoft. No, uh, this is uh, John Boyne, the award-winning author of The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, which I believe... Most people have yeah, heard, heard about. Um, uh, he has acknowledged that uh, a cursory Google search led him to accidentally include monsters from the popular video game Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in his new novel. <laughs> so his new novel uh, called A Traveler at the Gates of Wisdom opens in 1 AD and ends in 2001 AD. Uh-huh. It follows uh, the narrator and his family. Um Here's the thing. So someone on Reddit found this out. They're reading the book, uh, which uh, is not a fantasy book. Yeah. It's a historical drama. Yeah. Set in... 2,000 years. In our world, yeah. our timeline. Uh, here's the here's the excerpt. The dyes that I used in my dressmaking were composed from various ingredients depending on the color required, but almost all required nightshade, sapphire, key swing, the leaves of the silent princess plant, 
an Octorok eyeball, Swift Violet, Thistle, and Hightail Lizard. In addition, for the red oh, I had no. used for Abrilla's dress, I employed Spicy Pepper, the tail of the red Lizalfos, and four Hylian shrooms. <laughs> yeah, so what he just amazing editing. He just he they found out he just Googled how to dye clothes red and yeah. found out the A list of ingredients. The recipe for red dye in Breath of the Wild. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, uh, that's uh, old people in the internet for you. Yeah. That's why, that's why there should be an age, you know, how there's age gates. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should also be, it should be reversed too. It should be reversed well, age gates. If you're over like 55, you get a different yeah, internet. Do you recognize, the, do you, what is the name of this meme? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's Pepe the Frog. Yeah. You can go on oh, the internet. Tim, it can't, you can't show Pepe the Frog. Yeah, you can. No, oh, yeah, you oh wow. You, you know who likes Pepe the Frog? Alt-right. Literal Nationalists, Nazis. yeah. Yeah. That's why it's an official Twitchy mode. Pepe... Pepe is the reason why we don't have a uh, president and savior Hillary Clinton. If Hillary yep. Clinton was president, there wouldn't be a coronavirus. No, no, nope. Nope. Uh, we got one last news story. Uh, it's a lot. It's another one about uh, old people not understanding the internet. Um, I'm confused. And I don't <laughs> like it. We need to change the internet for yeah. me, the old person. Uh, there's an independent candidate running for Florida Congress. I don't know if you heard about this one. No. Um, K.W. Miller. Yeah. Um, they're running as an independent. Uh, they tweeted last week um, that one of the top uh, issues on the Internet. Uh, here's the quote. Um, they are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the Internet matrix. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is one of the top issues here. They are sexualizing cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda on our kids. What's next? Where will it end? Wow. He's really he's really upset about the the Dragon Ball Z point. KW Miller, welcome to 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Which is when Dragon Ball Z came out. Uh, well, this has been Riketa News Network. We will show you the way. Uh, for whatever reason, it jumped and played the uh, bell sound effect with that. It's not supposed to. Anyway, that takes care of our legal obligation. But you know, it doesn't take care of Tim. What? Paying my rent. So if you want to <laughs> help with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for kill your UPS driver, which is the name of my next issue. And if uh, you go there, there's five. We have five tiers. We have the one book tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode. Plus our monthly minisodes. We have our two book tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do here and there. I'll probably get back in on some of those now that we have a studio again. And uh, then we have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get, which came out extremely late last month, <laughs> mostly due to moving. And uh, we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. Uh, you vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch it. The voting is up currently for the... Uh, I believe there's four films Yeah, up. Outland. Uh, I remember Outland. That's the only one yes. I remember off the top of my head. The list is Outland, The Guest, Avengement, and Gattaca. I love Gattaca. Great movie. I think Avengement is the only one I haven't seen. Uh, and I haven't seen Outland since I was a kid. Gattaca is the only one that I've seen. We watched that in uh, science class. Yes, we did. Miss Man. Yes. yes. Uh, so ten, everybody, everybody can vote on that. And finally, we have our big $50 tier where you pay us $50 and you get to make kind of any demand about the show you want. 
And in this case, a lot of it's centered around voicemails and, uh-huh. and, and who's allowed to and not allowed <laughs> to leave them. Uh, currently, our uh, benefactor is allowing Deadhelm. He's because he's benevolent, right? Yes. Other other people have just outright banned. Yeah, but he's benevolent. Yeah, and he's allowing Deadhelm to get a thirty seconds of any voicemail played each week. The funny part is the random, the randomly chose thirty seconds of the voicemail uh, is about the same. Um, it's, it's about the same. Uh, um, Makes about the same as same sense as the usual <laughs> the three total. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so that's a great way to support the show. We do appreciate all of our patrons, and uh, we hope you keep supporting the show. And we'll keep churning out some content. But now it's time to get back into some issues. So here's what I don't get. Mm. Just played both of those. Uh, UPS. Now you thought my story was over when I said uh, I. On Wednesday at 7.15 a.m., I told them to mail me a new card that I have to pay $15 for so to get here by Friday so that I could pay my bills on time. Well, we're recording this on Monday, August 3rd, and I don't have a card. No. Because UPS is a fucking worthless organization. Uh, I sat at home almost all day on Friday waiting for this fucking card to come in so that I could activate the goddamn thing have the money, figure out how long it would take to transfer the money to my bank account, and then work on getting the money to where I could pay bills before then. Yes. Well, uh, UPS, because they love lying... They their system their system doesn't show that they just skipped you because their driver is a lazy, worthless, shitbag piece of shit. Uh, Their system just says out for delivery until after the delivery window has closed and then mm-hmm. it updates and says in transit. Mm-hmm. So it said it said out for delivery until 8:30 at night when it suddenly changed to in transit. Yeah. And, and of course after 8:30 all of their customer service agents are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh UPS drove by my house at 3 o'clock, parked in front of my house, didn't get out of the truck and then just drove away. And that really huh. pissed me off. But then someone said, uh, they have three different tiers of delivery. They have noon delivery, five by 5 p.m. delivery, and by 9 p.m. delivery. And I'm like, so another driver's going to come down the street before 9 p.m. and drop this off? Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And sure enough, it doesn't, because they lost the fucking package, because they're a bunch of retards that wear the same color. You know who else wears the same color? Fascists. So... They don't deliver this package on Friday like yeah. they're supposed to. And yeah. I get into an argument on Twitter with this retard who's like, who is a UPS driver? And he's defending it. Oh, it's not the driver's fault. And it's like everybody's, it's not anybody's fault at no, UPS no. that they can't do their fucking job. A job that's so easy that literally anyone can do it. Amazon just put out a call and was like, hey, do you have a car and nothing to do? Come deliver our packages for us. We'll give you like two bucks a box. And people just drove their fucking Honda Accords over there and piled up the back seat in the yeah. trunk. And they're, they're like, all right, you're taking this route. Open up the app and scan this little thing. Bing. We're like, all right, cool. And that guy gets his phone, puts it on his little phone thing. And it's like, drive here. And he drives to Tim's house. And he drives to the next door to Tim's house. And Tim gets a notification. Your package is 10 stops away. And then... <laughs> 
He drops off a package and for some reason drives all the way to Broken Arrow. <laughs> but at least Tim knows he's 10 stops away. He's going to be yeah. working his way back from Broken Arrow. UPS is just like, it's out for delivery. We don't fucking care. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so so embarrassing. The reason why they won't show a map of the, your UPS delivery is because they zigzag all over town, making the most dipshit route humanly possible. And you would know that when the... Because like, I've had this problem before with UPS packages where... I have what have them delivered to work. And even though it's being delivered to a business address, packages weren't getting delivered until 7 or 8 p.m. And at one point, the I followed the UPS driver. I got off work. I was waiting on an important package uh-huh. that I had sent to my work because I thought it would get there early in the day. Didn't. Yeah. Five o'clock, I'm leaving work. And the UPS guy drives by my work. So I get in the car and follow him around downtown for about 20 minutes and he passes by my work three times you've got a box that goes in that building why don't you fucking pull over and toss it in there yep uh it's bad when i'd rather have something sent by the u.s postal service (laughs) yeah uh because for whatever reason the u.s postal service has really picked up the slack in the last few years and hasn't been slack assing with their stuff much as Not much really, as UPS, because no. here's the best part, Tim. There's another package that was supposed to be delivered today that didn't even make it to Tulsa today. They <laughs> fucked up two packages simultaneously because the package also wasn't delivered today. Again, the UPS driver drove past my house. So I called them at three o'clock in the afternoon after the UPS driver passes by my house and doesn't give me this item that I am desperately waiting on. And the guy says, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll get delivered today. Or probably tomorrow. Or maybe later in the week. It's just like, thank you for telling me literally nothing. <laughs> The other thing they do is they kept they kept fucking saying this. Well, the last scan is a destination scan at 8.51 a.m. I know that. I can also pull up the UPS tracking on my phone. Yep. That 8.51 a.m. scan was on Friday, the day that it was scheduled to be delivered. Today is Monday. It is three days after Friday. And uh, you're getting closer and closer to me just, like, fucking getting in my car, loading up both my guns, driving full speed through a farmer's market and opening fire. And then when they get, they pull they pull me out of the wreckage and they go, like, why did you do this? I'll go, oh, because UPS couldn't do their fucking job. Following the state of Oklahoma not being able to do their fucking job. Yeah. Uh there are lots of different types of jobs, right? We, we classify things into two categories, skilled and unskilled labor. Yeah, yeah. Now, skilled labor, you either have to have some form of degree, some form of technical certificate from like a technical college or yep. a work program. Some sort of training. Some sort of training, but like not, not on the job training, an official training no, at, yeah, yeah, at, with yeah. the training people. Yes. Or you can do an apprenticeship. Yeah, you learn how to do it over time. You learn how to do it over time yeah. with a master of the craft. You know what doesn't take an apprenticeship or a technical school or, or a college degree? Driving a car. Driving a truck and dropping off boxes. Yeah. 
This fucking retard on Twitter is like, uh, if it's so easy, why don't why don't you come and, tr- and do it and show us how easy it is? Like, dude, literally fucking anyone could do this job. Map quest and legs. That's all you need. <laughs> you don't need to pick the box up. Just kick it out of the back and kick it up to their front door. Because half the time when they do deliver your item, they uh, fuck that up. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, uh, you know, we've made the jokes before about how they come to your door and they just rap as softly as possible. <laughs> And then, oh, must be nobody here. And they tiptoe away to get in their truck and drive away. (laughs) You're sitting there just staring into space. I'm wondering when the UPS guy is going to get here. Ba-boom. Undeliverable. What the fuck? (laughs) Uh, There's that one. There's where it'll be like, oh, yeah, your item's delivered. And you go out there and you're like, where the fuck is my package? Where the fuck is my package you end up finding like wedge underneath some bushes yeah. you find out it was delivered on thursday it's sunday it's been raining all weekend you're just yeah. like what the fuck put a note on the door yeah. or uh you find out that the when they do have training at the at the ups base they say now if the box has has a has a weird looking word that starts with f-a-r-a-g that's the italian word fragile and that means to throw it at the door don't even slow down. Just <laughs> yeah, whack. Yeah, it it take it it takes. If there's arrows nothing. on the box that that point and say this side up, put that side down. Put that side <laughs> down or on the side. Really, any direction other than up. up yeah. Perfect. Uh, there was someone on Twitter who replied to my thing, and he said he's, he he orders uh, he gets food delivered right, mm-hmm. and he said half the time the. The six blue arrows on both side on all sides of the box that say this point up are not facing up, or it gets delivered two days late, so all the food in there is gone bad. And it's just like, and, P- wow. and one guy said, "Oh, they're on a one to two week delay due to the coronavirus." And it's like, f- fucking why? Th- you know, that sounds they're, like they're sounds using like this bullshit. as an excuse. It's just like Amazon. You, you being know, like, you know what my theory is? What? Uh, my theory is that uh, Amazon fucked them. Yeah, they fucked them real hard by yeah. doing their own delivery. Yep. But you know what? Fucking Amazon's getting it At done. At least they do their job, man. They give you the map. They show you the guys coming. They will. Yeah, they'll they'll tell you he's ten stops away. They give you a window. It's going to be delivered between two and four p.m. And you're yeah. like, that's a two hour window. That's fine. And then they give you the map. He's ten stops away. You usually get that map about thirty five to forty five minutes before he and gets. And you can to your watch house. the guy driving around watch town, watch him driving around town like a <laughs> fucking weird voyeur. Yeah, like Uber eats, Uber eats, Uber. Yep. Uh, DoorDash, all of those type types yep. of things. They all show you the map with where your package is now. Yeah. UPS, FedEx, USPS. <laughs> you can't know where the truck is. No. Then you'd be waiting when he got there. What we need is is we need to either force them to adopt that system or we do a third party system where you know how the box has like a QR code on the label. Yeah. We need that QR code to have an embedded GPS tracker that, um, that cuts off when you slice through it. Okay. Right. So as soon as you, so, so as soon as you get it, you just cut through it. And it shows you where the thing is. Well, no, 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 no. Well, you slice through the thing and it turns it, it turns it off. You don't want, you don't want GPS tracking your no, every move. Every, every, no, but it's this third party um, that lets you do that. Yeah. Yeah. What would you call that? Like a uh, follow box? Sure. Yeah. 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 And it's part of the box label. So you seal the box up and then you use, you put their label on. Yep. Or I guess it'd be late. It'd be like label. Yes. You, it would be the label. And so you put that on and then they put it into their system 
and they you just yep. always put it across the seam of the box, and so when and yep. it's got real thin wires. But then you know what happened? What the UPS driver would know that was a thing, and he would just reach down and cut those boxes all the time. Uh, if you, yeah, that's illegal. That's opening your mail. No, he just he just cut the the one little bit, the wires. Uh, you, you, I've gotten some know. boxes delivered that were in just like garbage condition, uh, whole yeah. sides crushed in yeah. and stuff. It's just like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you, like? How does that happen? Why are you so bad at this? You fucking brown wearing motherfucker. Just fucking. At this point, at this point, I honestly feel like. I would rather instead of you sending out drivers all the time, mm-hmm. just fucking send them to a hub and I'll yeah. come pick them up. Send them to a warehouse. Uh, you 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 tell the person you give it. Hey, your uh, thing has uh, arrived. At the warehouse. The warehouse hours are twenty four seven. You just go there, tell them what you got, and a drone claw goes and grabs it for no, you. No, even if it's not, you know, the the warehouse is open till eight p.m. or that. Yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. Uh, even, if, even if you got a guy going for to get it for you. But yeah, you drive to your, you go to your UPS hub, you pick it up. If your if your item hasn't been picked up in three days, yeah, I would I was gonna say five they'll days. Deliver it to your house. Five days, they'll throw it on a truck and maybe it gets delivered. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like I had that problem with FedEx where the guy just said my di- my address didn't exist, and they're like, we don't give out the numbers of the drivers until eventually they just did. And I feel like <laughs> that's what we're gonna get. But if I have to meet this driver somewhere, I'm gonna kill him and set his truck on fire. Uh, because this is absolutely ridiculous. This is a level of incompetence that I just can't even fucking stand. Uh, they're they're using the coronavirus as an excuse the same way Amazon did to basically take the pressure off. They, yes, because they used to have if you in a situation like this, right, where I paid for expedited shipping and I needed this item on Friday, yeah. and I don't get it, they would refund the shipping costs mm-hmm. and they'd pay you. Uh, they, I know they'd at least refund the shipping costs, yeah. but oh, because we can't do that because of the coronavirus. Like, no, you can't do that because it's fucking costing you money every time your employee fucked up. <laughs> which is a lot, apparently. Which is a lot. And now you get this get-out-of-jail-free card. Oh, you need to be understanding. Our delivery drivers are heroes. No, they're not. They're fucking worthless people who couldn't get anything better than a GED. You know what? Uh, this I think this goes to the average lowering. Yeah. Because... There was like, there was a thing right like you pay for expedited shipping, we guarantee we as a company yeah we guarantee it will be there, and if it's not, we'll completely give you your money back, and you you can go to somewhere else with that money yeah the next time yeah the next time right yeah but and that that doesn't happen anymore no rarely I mean you, you really th- have to unless it's Amazon and you're like hey this thing uh, came broken they're like ah here's your 15 bucks bag buy it again yeah or we'll send you a new one now or whatever unless it's, unless it's because they're good that's because that they're that big it's not because they have that great customer service yeah. really um you can't do the that refund thing anymore unless you really really bitch about it or you're important enough right or yeah. you make you get on the news about you make it make a big enough stink be- and here it's it's because of the lowering average what what did what did pizza companies offer in the nineties and before that 30 minutes or it's free. Exactly. You yeah. know why? Because they had drivers that they could count on yeah. to deliver it in a timely manner. And if they couldn't deliver it to you in 30 minutes, you know what they would say? No, we're not going to deliver it to your place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we can't make it in 30 minutes. You're going to get a free pizza. Yeah. And like, did nothing change about pizzas? No. Pizzas still cook the same amount of time. But they, if, if we had, 
not defunded NASA all this time, we probably have space ovens that could cook them in a minute and a half. We'd have the oven like in Back to the Future Part 2 where the, she takes the little yep, tiny the, pizza yep. and puts it in and hydrators it up to yep. a full-size pizza. We could have that. It, we, like what I'm saying is like that part of the process could be even faster. Yeah. Uh, I, I All I know is that uh, the other thing I, I hate, I'm really tired of hearing is I understand your frustration Mm-hmm. Because you really, truly don't. If you understood my frustration, you'd do something about it. Instead of reading to me the same tracking information that I can pull up. Because yeah. again, like either either your system on the customer side is so good that I have all the exact same information uh-huh. that you do. Or you're so fucking stupid that they dumb down your system so they shows you the same amount of stuff it shows me. You want You want to know what I bet? What? When you called UPS the number of times you did, and yeah. the number of times you did before uh, I saw you today, yeah. Uh, when they asked you for a tracking number, they were on the UPS website typing in that tracking. Do you number. think so? Oh, I guarantee you. I guarantee it. Not an internal system. No. Yeah. I guarantee you because I've seen that happen before. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I've seen that happen at Best Buy. Yeah, I was. I was. I, we yeah. had a friend that worked at Best Buy. He 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 was doing the same thing. Yeah. And then they're like, they just show you the Best Buy home like web page website? to put in your yeah. Like I thought I was doing an online order, for, like with no, you just do it on the website. Like I could have done that at home. Yeah, <laughs> and I would have to drive over here. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I just have a hub, and I'll just come fucking pick up the package. I'm tired of dealing with your bullshit. Like, at just that should have been an option from get the very getting from the, the very beginning of this whole ordeal. Yeah, it really would. Well, that's the other thing about the the delivery. I can't change the delivery until they try to deliver it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the dumbest thing. It's on not Earth. like they've tried to deliver it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. No. Well, that's the other thing about UPS is that they just don't work on Saturdays or Sundays. Uh, you know, USPS delivers on Saturdays and they deliver on Sundays, Sundays now yeah. for packages, yes. not for all mail. Really, I'd be fine if they just delivered all mail on like Monday and then just packages the rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, the only time I had problems with, with USPS frequently was the, for Sunday deliveries. I had a lazy fuck of a driver who kept scanning my packages and deliverable cause yeah. he was lazy. And I fucking, I stir, I, when I am unsatisfied as a customer, I stir up a lot of shit. Yep. Uh, so the real thing to do is just hope that you don't get me as a customer and you fuck up what you, what you're supposed to do. Oh, and God. it's not <laughs> like I'm pretty forgiving, right? If yeah. you say if you say it'll be delivered on Friday by nine p.m. and it gets here at nine fifteen, I don't have a problem with no. it. When you say it's going to be delivered Friday by nine p.m. and at nine thirty, you pretend like you never said that, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't get delivered on Monday. And then when I call you, the lady says uh, we don't know where your package is. Uh, you're kind of pushing me to a point where I want to go to the UPS warehouse with a five gallon jug of gasoline and my gun, <laughs> and whatever happens before I leave there. You know, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Harvey Denson, motherfuckers. Harvey Denson, motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, It is... It, in my opinion, it is not too much to ask someone to do their job. No. If you don't want to do your job, quit. It's really that simple. If you hate your job so much that you can't do it, quit. Do all of us the favor. And then, and then, when UPS is like... All of our drivers quit because we're such an awful company. They'll either have to go defunct mm-hmm. 
or do something to attract better employees. Yeah. This is why people that get paid minimum wage and bitch, oh, you can't live on minimum wage. Like, um, the reason why you get paid minimum wage is because you're not worth minimum wage. <laughs> if someone could pay you less, they would. They would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when, you know, if UP, working for UPS is such a chore, you need to quit. And then when UPS wants better drivers, they'll either pay you more, put AC in your truck, mm-hmm. make a better system. Change the color. Change the color. Because who wants to be dressed like poop? I mean, honestly. Shitheads like fucking people that work at UPS. The, But we don't do that. Everyone's so desperate for any kind of job, especially when they have literally zero skills. It's uh, The guy on Twitter was bragging, oh, yeah, UPS uh, part-timers get $17 an hour. Like, oh, oh wow, $17 an hour, $17 an hour. Man, that's 17. Uh, that's um Two dollars above what they want the minimum wage to be. <laughs> yeah, what 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 the worthless people want the minimum wage to be. Sure. Uh it's like, oh yeah, uh seventeen dollars an hour. I, I um when I'm on overtime I make double that and I actually and I don't have to go outside ever if I don't <laughs> want to. Think about that. Hmm. Think about that. Skilled labor, unskilled labor. Now my my uh my overtime, my regular hours, I get paid, uh, what, eight bucks more than that an hour? Because uh, the yeah. guy that I was arguing with, he's like, what? I said, I said, I'm not going to go fucking work for UPS. It's not worth my time. I'm worth much more than that. And he goes, well, what do you make an hour? And I said, 835 an hour. F- uh, you know, obviously yeah. a joke. And he yeah. goes, he goes, oh, they make double that. <laughs> Like you fucking moron! No wonder you work for UPS. You don't have the intelligence to figure out when someone's making fun of you. Yeah, yeah I make eight thirty-five an hour. Fucking dipshit. <laughs> I figured I figured UPS drivers made sixteen dollars an hour, which is why I said eight thirty-five yeah. an hour. So he'd say, "Oh, they make almost double that," and then he said seventeen, and I was like, "Oh, oh seventeen dollars an hour." Wow, if I worked 40 hours a week, I'd uh, I'd make $35,000, $32,000 a year, less than what a teacher makes. I could just go be a teacher. <laughs> Teachers don't have to go outside. Now they don't even have to go to work anymore. No. Fucking worthless teachers. UPS. Uh, I, want, I want the streets to run red with the blood of people that work at UPS. I'm, I'm tired of them. Just do your just do your fucking job, man. A lot of bloodshed in this episode. Yeah, I'm really angry. I'm really like I'm on the verge of a brain aneurysm or a psychotic episode or a murder spree. You were very angry today. I am I've been very angry all fucking weekend. Yeah. All fucking week. Cause the other thing that pissed me off, right? Uh I can handle being let down, but I hate I can't stand being lied to. And I also can't stand my time being wasted. Yeah. If at three o'clock you told me the package wasn't get delivered, I would have not sat at home for five more hours. Five hours I sat on my sofa yep. waiting for a package that wasn't gonna come. What if that was insulin? Yeah. What if I was being shipped insulin from my diabetes? Wilford Brimley won me over. <laughs> I ordered from Liberty Medical. In moving, my insulin was crushed. I'm down to my last little bit of supply. Liberty Medical says, we'll get it to you in two days. 
I'm like, okay, that's good. I have just enough insulin to make it to two days. You know what I would be right now, Tim? Dead. Dead. Fucking dead. Did you see Wilfred Brimley's last tweet? It was about his wrestling name. Yes. One of them was Brimstone. Yes. Uh, it was great. Uh, the one was um, uh, the was it? Um, Diabestus. <laughs> Diabestus. Kilford Brimley. Kilford Brimley, the, the Diabestus. The Underquaker. The Underquaker. <laughs> or Brimstone. I like the Diabestus. I like brimstone. Yeah. Only if you you have have him in a tag team with fire. Is that a uh, is that an actual wrestler? No. Fire and brimstone. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> but I like I don't know who wrestlers are. I I don't. For either. all I know, there is a fire wrestler, and he's like got red hair, no. got long red hair. That was Sheamus from the nineties. I I know ninety. I know late nineties and early two thousands wrestlers for the. Two months I was into wrestling as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never really got into the gay porn thing, but. Anyway, Tim, what's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Audio logs. Like a like a podcast? Yeah, but like a, let's say like a, it's, a, it's like a 45 second podcast that explains the backstory of your video game. Ah. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of audio logs I'm talking about. So uh, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I got oh, I've, pl- I've I've pumped more than forty five hours into it so far. God damn! In the last two weeks or so, um, it's fun. I guess I, I think I said this earlier. I enjoy the game. I do have problems with it, uh, and one of that is the amount of audio logs in the game. Yeah, there's too many because this game you're playing, you are in the far future, but after Uh the apocalypse and humanity has rebuilt. So it's still so we're still in this tribal uh, or with this tribal um, tribal feeling. And then like the big cities are slightly more medieval ish because they've got a little bit of tech. Um, so that means, uh, and, and of course your, your, uh, your main quest is to figure out how all this happened, how the apocalypse happened, how the apocalypse happened. Uh, well, there's, so, only, there's only one answer to that. What woman president. Bring <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, your, your mission is to find out what happened to the, what happened in the past and how do you do that in a video game? You uh, you visit some deserted ruins that's got uh, like uh, data pads and stuff everywhere around. Yeah, and, and you, you just read little. You bits click R three and you look at it and when thing goes and a circle builds up and it says um, data point um, nineteen out of sixty five. Uh, press triangle to uh, press triangle to read and you read it and it's uh, some it's like a soldier and a general talking to each other. Yeah. Okay. World building. so i'm almost done with horizon i'm i'm in i'm in i believe the second to last story mission uh and i've done all the side missions uh and uh i i've i i went back to get the audio logs i i missed there's 65 story mission 
audio logs. Yeah. Uh, so here's my big or question. Da- da- sorry, data logs. Here's my big question, right? Is it when you find them? Yeah. Can if you just didn't find any of them for the whole game, did you would and you find the last one in the last level? Uh-huh. Is that going to play audio log sixty five, or is it going to play audio log one? Sixty five. Okay. Because like Batman had the audio tapes thing you remember uh-huh. in Arkham City, but the number only went up for the ones you found. They didn't have a set number. Uh, there was a set number, but. They weren't numerized. They weren't number. Yeah. So they weren't any, numbered. anytime you find one, it was just the next log. Gotcha. Which, which See, drove that me crazy. Sucked. That would have that that would have sucked even more. Uh, but no, I was able because I was like missing five of them, and I was able to go to to uh, open my phone and be like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn audio log twenty five. Yeah. Oh, it was that mission. I'll go to that. Oh, all five of them are there. Great. Yeah. So uh, I, I did miss. I did misspeak. There's sixty five data logs in the game, and those are yeah. just text. Okay. Uh, then there's twenty. No, mm, there's a uh, there's let's say twenty something audio logs, which are I mean, no, there's more. There's more than twenty audio logs. I can probably look it up the number, but there's a lot of audio logs which are recorded, just voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's uh, open world data logs which are ones you find out in the open world and not on story missions. There's machine data logs that you get from uh, doing stuff with machines. Uh, there's just, there's a shitload. And then of course the DLC uh, expansion has its own set and I haven't touched any of those. Yeah. Um, but the last couple of missions of this game is, are you in these derelict ruins looking at a ho- oh, holo- hollow logs? That's the other one. There's a bunch of holograms. Uh, it's you looking. You look at a hologram, and this guy comes out. And it's hog. It's a pink hologram of a guy explaining to you what happened in, the, in, in the, the past. In the past, and what what do you do? I mean, you just what you can walk around in a circle while you listen to him. You just kind of walk around him and crouch a bunch, or yeah, do you know what I mean? It's and then the same thing with the audio logs. Right, you find an audio log of let's say the soldier talking to his general and you hit triangle to play it. It's like a 53 second audio log. I'm like, yeah, but it takes me five seconds to get to the next room and find the next one. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, what, what? I hate games where you have to, the audio logs, I don't mind. Right. Where it's like, you find it and you push the button. It's like audio log one of 270. And then you can just like go back to going and do whatever you're doing. Yeah. Uh, the ones that I hate are where it's like while you're listening to the audio log, you gotta like walk, you gotta just walk around walk slow slowly. And you can't jump yep. from whatever you're doing. It's like God damn it! I drove me crazy in Arkham yep. City or yeah, Arkham Knight. Or you, or was, you, 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 you're, uh, you're running around regularly listening to the audio log, and you hit, you accidentally hit like a side mission or something. Cuts to a cutscene in yeah. in the middle of the audio log. Yeah, I don't care about the audio log though. Yeah, true. Well, so that's that's the I mean, that's <laughs> like the more, twenty seconds in. I'm yeah. like, all right, I got the gist. I got it. That's the one. That's the one good thing about the audio logs in this game is that uh, they all have text versions, so you can go back and reread them. You reread them faster than, of course, the audio is. Of course, yeah. you know that was I, one thing I found in my last playthrough of uh, Spider Man mm-hmm. was you could turn off Janet Jonah Jameson. Why would you want to do that? Because he gets pretty obnoxious, especially the third time you've heard him. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. People are telling me there's two Spider-Mans. <laughs> it's pretty funny. 
I like I like J. Jonah Jameson in that game. You know, I'm I'm ambivalent about yeah. most characters in that game. I like the gameplay a lot, and uh, I could really just not engage in the story yeah. at all, yeah. and I'd be just totally fine. Just like a thing pops up, bloop, yeah. go fight these guys. Got it. Done. Yeah. See, my problem with Horizon is that it relies on them too much. On too much of the story? Yes. Yeah. Too much of the story relies on you having to listen to the audio logs and figure stuff out. Um, well, it's kind of like Skyrim. You know, in Skyrim, uh, you'd have to... Sometimes you'd find like books, and that would give you the combination to the dragon doors, mm-hmm. or you know, you'd, you'd like walk in. There'd be the three pillars, and it's like, oh, oh, it's so an owl, or an owl, and a snake. A, yeah, let me put those in this order. Oh, look, it opened, and uh, because the video game, like, it can't hold your hand all the way. Like, yeah, you can't just you can't just go and open up the door. There's got to be some amount of challenge to it, but then you put too much challenge in there and people were like, I got trapped in Skyrim in a dungeon. I couldn't figure out how to do this. Like, dude, there's only like nine combinations. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking try them all. Snake, snake, snake. Bear, snake, snake. Owl, snake, snake. Snake, owl, snake. Snake, bear, snake. Like, no. <laughs> it's it like, Or the thing should be like, hey, do you not have the ruby claw? Yeah. Maybe you should look at the ruby, ruby claw. claw. Maybe spin around the ruby claw. That got kind of annoying though after like the fifth time doing it. Uh-huh. You got to rotate the claw and be like, "Okay, that's the that's order those is. things yeah. go in." It's yeah. just like, "Can we just like fucking mod this shit out?" <laughs> because the other part of it, right, is like it can't hold your hand, but at a certain point it's just like, "Do we really got to do this again with the fucking twisting and the buttons? Just like fucking open the door." I've done this I've done this a million times. I hate it. I hate games. I hate doing the same thing too many times in a game. Yeah, where where to the point that it becomes just tedious. It's just like a chore to do a thing. It's not. There's nothing exciting. The first time you figure out the ruby claw, a claw, and you're like, oh, the claw's got the thing. Let me cool. The second time, I'm just like, I'm not. I think Horizon is one of the better games in that sense, where there were not too many of any one side quest yeah. or little mission. Like, like their version of that thing is um, uh, a door will, will be blocked by four or five um, panels and each panel uh, you can turn. It's got, it's a blue led with a red quarter of it yeah. and you can go up left down and right. Right. So uh, the first one was uh, literally, was literally, it showed you like, little versions of the circles and it said up, up, down, down, you know? Yeah. And then the next one was, was, um, arrows. Right. And the next one was, uh, 90, 180, 270, 360 was the clue. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Or, or the clue was the audio log being like, uh, uh, the Northern bird flies South. The Eastern bird flies West. Like, oh, it's north, south, east, west. That's yeah. the code. Or, the, but, but like, but by the time I was like, okay, what's, what's the fuck? I'm looking for the arrows on this one. Like, that's not working. Why? Oh, it's upside down. I didn't. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. It just annoying me. Sleeping dogs did that too much. Cause there was like 50 lock boxes you could collect. But, but here's the thing. But like, there were not 50 of these doors. Yeah. There's like six of them in the game. So. Like a third of them, you just walked up and just open them up. Yeah. 
and a third of them, uh, you walked up and there'd be some dudes and you'd fight them. Yes. And then a third of them, you had to like do this lock picking thing uh-huh. with them. And uh, actually, but then sometimes you'd have to fight dudes and then still do the yes. lock picking yeah. deal. And it's just like, this sucks. Uh, the same thing with anytime you had to hack something and it's like a four digit code. There's like one, two, three, four, and you just play mastermind with yourself for like th- 30 seconds. Yeah, like, I yeah. got it. It's not, <laughs> it's not difficult. Can I just like, bloop? I'm not doing oh, yeah, the code that. Was thing. The great thing about Spider-Man was, was like, skip puzzle quest. Like, all right, yep. cool. I don't really give a shit about this spectrum. Analyzer I got to do that. It's I, not I'm, fun. I'm a science man. I got to do the science thing. Okay. I did the science thing. <laughs> Yeah, he's a science man. Just fucking press triangle to do science. Yeah. I science the shit out of that. <laughs> when I can press square to punch science in the face, let me know. Yep. That's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. I. It's also, you got to wonder, like, in the universe, that people, it's like specifically Arkham Asylum and Arkham yeah. City, Arkham Asylum with the audio logs where you learn about uh, the ghost of... Uh, Arkham and how it's in yes yeah. Quincy Sharp uh-huh. and all that and it's just like slowly unravels over the yeah. course of the these audio logs and it's a fun little mystery the, the first time yeah um it's like did Quincy Sharp was he just like <laughs> dear audio log diary entry thirty seven where yeah. was I oh I, I was continuing my story I discovered the the secret. Arkham residents while working here and blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then he stops his little tape recorder and fast forwards and, you know, cuts it off and puts that on a reel, and puts it on the stack. Audio log 38, continuing from my last one, right? He does all that. And then he takes all his little audio logs in a bag and he's just like, I'm going to put this one in this air vent. I'm going to put this one down in these little ruins. I'm going to put this <laughs> one where only Batman can find it on top of this pillar. I'm going to put this one in my office. And it's just like, what are you doing? Someone like a nurse or is like, what are you doing? Yeah. A warden sharp. He's just like, ah, don't bother me. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Uh, audio log 47 Karen's a dumb bitch asking me about these fucking audio logs I think I'm gonna strangle her Mr. Sharp I'm, I'm right here <laughs> uh, anyway well uh this has been here's what I'll get I'm Tad Burt I'm Tim the Handlebreaker we'll catch you guys next week see ya Call in the Here's a Get Hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. So I uh, I made the mistake of putting the voicemail information on my phone. So now my phone buzzes a lot with voicemails and I'm like, oh my God, is this something important? (laughs) Uh, Nope. It it sure isn't. And uh, But yeah, so I got a bunch of voicemails this week. Hey, Triple T. Long-time uh, listener and fan, first-time caller, Bonaguy69 from the UK here. Wow. I just had to call wow. in uh, further to... And he is calling... <laughs> the number is a is a plus 4-4 four, four number, which is, I think... <laughs> that was a- to cost you a fortune. I know. That's <laughs> crazy. Thank you. Uh, we always love first-time callers and international calls, yeah. too. You know, if you join, I don't, I'm not, I don't want, you know, I don't want to take this away from you, but uh, I don't want your phone bill to be crazy. You can always upload, if you join the Discord, we have a voicemail upload, you can upload an MP3. Yes, yes. You can just get a little MP3 recorder on your phone. And um, not have to go through the whole, not, like, buy a card and I don't put even a know how you call internationally. <laughs> so keep, 
just the- hey triple t long time uh, listener and fan first time caller boner guy 69 from the uk here i just had to call in uh further to uh tad's tab's paypal rant which is um just to say motherfuck those guys and ebay by association i stopped using those ages ago they're a fucking scam um, I've been fucked over as a buyer and a seller. As a seller, the worst that happened was that something I sold didn't get returned to me, but they just fucking refunded it in full anyway. <laughs> fuck those guys, they're <laughs> shit. Yeah, fuck them. Um, that's an excellent idea about sending a letter. I'd have opted for perfectly written Mandarin to really sink the message home, but I did lull at that bit. Um, better, I thought, though, maybe to send back the original box with one of your own shits inside it. Because <laughs> then you could even set, uh, send a picture of that box to them to prove, you know, you sent them their original stuff back. I mean, after all, they sent you a box of shit. <laughs> Good luck with the bank. Um, I suspect there might be a further rant coming about that because certainly in the UK, you surrender all of your bank's protection by using PayPal in the first place, which is another reason to fuck those fucking guys. Stay furious and thanks for a great show. Uh, yeah, the bank denied. I got a letter in the mail. They said they were going to send me something that I needed to sign and send back so that it go through this process. The bank just denied it. Well, uh, saying that it was authorized. Like, I, yeah, it was authorized, but I, I, th- I explained to the woman on the phone the problem, and she said, yeah, we can cover that. And then they were just like, I don't know, fuck huh. you. Ugh. Hey, Dad. Just listen to your rant about men not being men anymore and being a bunch of bitches. And, you know, I think I cracked it down to exactly the one thing that caused all of this. And it was when men stopped owning air compressors. You know? <laughs> when men owned air compressors, they were men. And that's women. Own an air compressor, be a man. That's deep cut. Do you know that one? I guess not. Okay, so early on in the show, when Buck was still on the show, yeah. uh, I brought in the issue. It was when Biggest Mikey was on the show. It okay. was on like episode 36 or 37. I brought in um, paid paid air at gas stations. Yeah. You know, you you go to Quick Trips here, Casey's, uh, Sheets, yeah. across the U- you know, U.S., all these different places. Uh, you just go up to the air machine, you Quick push air. a button, yeah. and you fill up the air, and it's low in your tire. Yeah. Right? But uh, but they have the ones where it's like twenty five cents or fifty cents. Sometimes I've seen some that are a dollar. Air. It's air. It's just running your little compressor for fucking thirty seconds. It's ridiculous. And uh, and everyone shit on me saying that I should have an air compressor. I'm like, am I just supposed to drive around with an air compressor in the back of my car <laughs> constantly in case I get a flat tire? No, these fucking. It's a scam. It's I, a scam. So I don't know if I we because we were talking about woodworking a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was thinking about building a nightstand. Yeah, I got plenty of uh, like two by fours and uh, extra lumber in my garage, just using up space. Yeah, think about building building me a nightstand. Yeah, you want me to share with you my designs for a nightstand that has a secret compartment for your gun? Yes. Yeah, I I might know where those are. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but like uh, if that if that awakens something in me, there's an air compressor in the future. Yeah. I well the thing also was I might buy an air compressor now that I have somewhere to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I lived in an apartment. apartment. Yeah. Uh, we got I got another one from our international friend. 
me again. I don't get why I stumbled over Tab's name. Sorry about that. Spaz the first bit of my voicemail. So furious, guys. <laughs> you know, How polite. People do it all the time. <laughs> they, you know, they Have say- you seen all these things on Twitter where it's just like, uh, it's it, it's violence for people to say my name incorrectly, mispronounce my name, and I'm just like, uh, welcome to the club, bitch. <laughs> I've been having my name said wrong forever. I'll go on having my name said wrong forever, probably, because people are too fucking stupid yeah. to be able to figure out T-A-B. Especially when I say it to them, tab, like, like the soda. Tad, no, tab. Chad, no. Tab. Ted, no. Where you? Where'd you even get me? Where'd that even come from? You just pulled that out of nowhere. Oh, must, there must be an E in there somewhere. Uh, do you want skank hunt or J first? Uh, either one. I'll do them in the order they were in which they were received. Then. What up, Triple T? It's me, Skank Hunt Forty Two. Uh, first off, I just want to apologize for the ear rape that was my last voicemail. I just got a new live-on-site warehouse job. Oh, that And the apparently my oh. warehouse is a giant echo chamber. So I know that now. And Can yeah, you hear the it's a live-on-site job, yeah. so I had to move. So, Tab, I totally feel your pain in moving. That was quite a bitch. I had to move probably the umpteenth time, so that sucked. <laughs> yeah, but feel that. Here's what I don't get for this week is... Roll under toilet paper. What the fuck is the point of rolling under the toilet paper? It it doesn't work as well. It's on the backside, so you're reaching around, you know, trying to get the toilet paper to tear off where you can't even see it. You're scraping the fucking paint off the walls, trying to trying to grab it from back there where it's riding up against the wall. You need to trim your nails. <laughs> Everybody knows that roll over toilet paper is the way to go. So why the fuck is there even a debate in this country of oh fifty percent of people roll under? It's stupid. Stop rolling under. We're yeah. stopping fucking idiots. I bet. All I, right. Peace out. I bet 50% of people don't roll under. I bet only like 35% of people roll under uh-huh. and 35% roll over. And the other, the rest of us are like me and just don't even have leave don't the even toilet paper a, sitting a on the counter. Yeah. I have a hanger, but it's just, you know, it's a pain in the ass. Uh, I also, uh, there was that whole debate. I just, put the toilet paper on the toilet paper holder and whatever if way it's it over it's over there, if it's under it's yeah. under if someone doesn't like it i definitely prefer over pull it off and sit on I'm, it. I'm not i I'm prefer not. to take two fingers put them in the cardboard hole and wrap it just pull it off that way rather than dealing with oh, like gotcha, gotcha. the fucking like pulling and trying to pull and tear and shit it's like i hate public bathrooms where you go in and you like pull and pull and pull mm-hmm. and every bit you pull you have to like put the pressure to roll the thing you end up just tearing yes. off a bunch of little tiny yep. scraps yep. like just fucking give it to me in my hand and i'll do i'll i'll take care of it <laughs> got one here from crippled jesus hey guys it's crippled jesus uh i don't have an issue for you guys today but i was listening to the episode last week and i was hearing tab talking about how men don't stand for anything. <laughs> that made me think, wait a minute, I can't stand at all. And that really made me reflect, reflect on my wife. So I, I, I tried to stand, and I, just, I put my hands right by my legs and just sitting in my chair, and I just 
tried to push myself up and I couldn't get them up <laughs> My muscles started straining. Uh. So maybe uh, one of you guys have advice on how to stand for me. Because uh, I'm really hurting there. And uh, yeah, I just, I like the podcast. And uh, actually, I do have an issue because this is on my mind. I fucking hate when streaming platforms, they all of a sudden decide that they're not going to be on a device. Oh, yeah. So I have a Roku, yeah. and I wanted to watch Sopranos. And now I can't watch the Roku. I can't use the Roku to watch the Sopranos because HBO has this bullshit HBO Max service now, and they don't offer the HBO Max app for the Roku. So now I have to fucking watch Sopranos on my phone, and it's fucking small as shit and irritating, and the speakers are muffled, and I can't hear shit. And I have to put the subtitles on, and people walk past me watching the Sopranos. Why are you watching it with the subtitles on? Are you retarded? Fuck off. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's because the speakers... My phone is shitty. Uh, have a good day, guys. Yeah, I hate that shit. I I hate the like disrespect for Roku that certain mm-hmm. platforms have. Like, uh, so the Roku app on your phone, you can use it as a remote control. Yeah. And every single app you can use the keyboard on your phone to type shit into the Roku instead of doing the arrow arrow uh-huh. arrow click arrow yeah. arrow arrow click bullshit. Like trying to put your initials into a fucking video game arcade. <laughs> and except for the YouTube app, because YouTube wants you to use the YouTube app on your phone to cast to the YouTube yes. app on your Roku. Yeah. And it's like, hey, how about you guys just fuck right off? Uh, my advice is to shave your head and, uh, and paint whatever apparatus you're using to keep yourself uh, uh, up upright, uh, bright yellow. Uh, pr- probably get like a green suit jacket. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, develop low-level telekinesis. <laughs> Here's one from Immortal Thor, if it loads. Cool. You know, if this was any other podcast, the voicemail would be calling in to um, yell at you for using ableist language. <laughs> About standing? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> well, uh, while that one loads, let's hear from Jay. Triple T, it's Jay. I'm having trouble putting into words how much I despise everyone in this apartment complex, this cheap as shit Mega City One have block with a veneer <laughs> of luxury and civility hastily glued on top. And the reason I'm having so much trouble is because I've had my sleep destroyed for four nights in a row while Oof. I need to be sharp enough to finish my thesis and graduate. Uh. So the loud idiots below me moved out, but half of them are living diagonally across from me, but eh, whatever. The loud idiots above me, who never ever owned up to how horrifically inconsiderate they were, moved out to be replaced by the great value version of the same thing. Mysterious (laughs) thumping, what sounds like someone destroying a drum set, or blackout rock band drum playing into well after two, chanting or cheering every night like clockwork from 9.30 until 11. It's the same cornucopia of bullshit. So we're supposed to have quiet hours, not that anybody follows them. And when I finally snapped and called the non-emergency police line because I can't think clearly after a few nights of this, cops can't do shit because it's not audible outside. But last night, Last night was the worst. I get into bed around midnight, 
And the thumping happens around 1, but I fall back asleep. And at 1.51, the same assholes who partied so loud in March that I could hear it across the parking lot through a closed window and earplugs, and they got a citation from the police, which was the only thing that shot them, shut them up, not our worthless hand-wringing management. They did it again, and I managed to drift back off, only for it to happen again at 3.50 and 5.40, which got them another call to the cops, and maybe getting another citation and seeing it hurt them in their wallet will finally do something. So I tell the new guy at our management office to not mistake my lack of shouting for lack of anger and that this isn't an issue, it's a subscription. I really just want one purge night and I can fix this for good. Me too. Glad you enjoyed the coffee. Stay furious. Uh, oh man, I would love a purge night. I would would go hog wild. (laughs) Uh, Man, I would kill so many people. I would just, you know, five o'clock, bitch raping time. <laughs> um, my neighbors at the apartment for about, they moved in, right? Some The people above me moved out. They left the apartment vacant for like two months. Mm-hmm. And then I had a water leak from that apartment into my apartment. Yeah. Um, and then finally a new people moved in. And, you know, they move in and I'll forgive some bumping and some shoving and, and making some noise Yeah, yeah. in the move in period. Of course. But they seem to have moved in over the course of like five months <laughs> and they only seem to move heavy furniture at like one thirty-five in the morning. And so I would be woken up by them banging around on the fucking stairs and I would look at, see the cameras and they're like hauling a sofa up in the middle of the night. Like you couldn't do this in the afternoon. <laughs> It made me wish I could have made just as much fucking noise as possible when I moved out. Yeah. But I moved out like a human being in the middle of the day. Yeah. Uh, Nate, uh, I, God, I, I do not, I will never miss living in an apartment and st- moving into a house instead of an apartment. Never going to be like, oh, you know, the house, apartment's so much nicer. I don't have to mow the lawn. Why won't it load this voicemail? Oh, because my fucking stupid phone turned on Wi-Fi, even though I had it turned off. Sounds like your phone needs to uh... be shot in the face. Yeah. All right. uh, I've got the one here from Immortal Thor, or I've got one from Denhelm. Which one do you want me to play first? Um, Immortal Thor. Okay. Hey, guys. Immortal Thor. Uh, So talking about... Stupid, slow-ass covers. Here's one for you. Disturbed's cover of Sound of Silence. I don't know why. It, people suck their dick over this cover, but it is a shit cover, and that is a hill I will die on. The song is supposed to be kind of melancholy and somber. Mm-hmm. You know what's not melancholy and somber? A fucking epic, bombastic orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just takes away from the original spirit of the song. It sucks. Have you not heard it? And no. And we also really did not need a full Mick, Rick and Morty bit that should have been cut off after five seconds. Chill it. Chill, chill out, Todd. Yeah, that was uh, that was way too much, Rick and Morty. Yeah. I should have edited that down more. Or I should have just deleted that entirely, actually, now that I think about it. Uh... What 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 was the other thing that I was grabbing here? Oh, uh, pick a number between one and fifty, or sorry, one and twenty-eight. Two, two. 
All right, so I'll be playing this until 32 seconds. I think I'm still contractually enabled or available to leave voicemails and shit. And uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, people that are brainwashed. So I fucking talking, you know, one dude online, I'm like, hey, it's, he's like, well, that's turned to bad, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but it's because it's the fact that in California, if you wear a mask or don't wear a mask, you get arrested. Yeah, I mean, you get arrested, Tim. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all we got. 32 seconds. Two to 32. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all we got this week. Did we, I think we mentioned we're in the, the new place. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's any nicer acoustically than it was last time. It's I like this layout better. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think this is the way it's going to sit, and then we just got to decorate and... Yeah, I'll bring that Batman poster. I, I I texted last week. I said, "Hey, uh, how about we record the next episode at, at my new place? We, we can like test it out." And everyone seen, said it seemed like it was cool. Uh-huh. And I texted Todd this morning, and I you know like ten thirty, and I said six thirty at my place because I knew that six thirty at my place meant that he'd get here about seven, and we could get started at seven thirty. <laughs> yeah, like uh, dealing with a woman. And uh, and then just didn't hear from him. And seven thirty rolled around, and he wasn't here. And it was like, well, I guess we'll just hit record. And we hit record. Yeah. And here we are. Now we've done a whole episode. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>